crime spinning webs Swinging from the highest ledge He can leap above our heads Villains on the rise And the city's victimized Looking up with no surprise Arriving in the speed of time Spectacular, spectacular Spider-Man Spectacular, spectacular This is episode 498 for March 2018 And you're listening to the Spider-Man Crawl Space Podcast And I'm your host, Brad Douglas and that opening uh, song is from the Ron and Only YouTube channel. Uh, he's doing an acoustic cover of the spectacular Spider-Man theme song, which is celebrating uh, its 10th anniversary of the cartoon. Love that cartoon, and I love that it has a catchy theme song, and that was a really good acoustic cover of it. Before we get into Spider Reviews, I want to thank you, uh, give some thanks to some people who support us each and every month on Patreon, and I want to give them a public thank you by saying thank you to Brian, Craig, uh, Christopher, Andrew, John, Stephen, Michael, Frederico, Stuart, Ricky, Thomas, Nick, Laura, Michael, Daryl, and Spider-Gwen. If you would like to support this podcast, if you enjoy listening to it each and every month, and you also enjoy our content up on the front page of SpiderManCrawlspace.com, log on to the site and look for a button on the right-hand side that says Support the Site via Patreon. And also, the Patreon button is on the bottom of every news article, or every article that you see uh, posted on the front page. So... Uh, do that and I will read your name on the air and also help pay the bills with your contributions. Alright, this is a very, this is a king size special. This is a long episode. We tackle a bunch of books, some good, some bad, and indifference. But let's get on with it. Here we go. Hey, Crawl Spacers, welcome to our review show. Let's introduce the panel. What's going on, George? Hi, everyone. What's going on, JR? Hi, everyone. <laughs> hello, 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 hello. And we uh, have Dark Mark back. What's going on, Dark Mark? Hi, everyone. <laughs> because, guys, because fans demanded it. We, we have fans demanded it. We also have Mike. What's going on, Mike? Hi, everyone. I survived jury duty. Oh, oh, you did? Oh, did, yeah. Was it fun or no. not? It wasn't at all. <laughs> It was it definitely was not. You sent somebody to jail or give them a fine? <laughs> no, it was a mistrial, actually. Oh, it was That's a mistrial. It. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah. All because you were on the jury, huh? <laughs> well, no, they didn't even have one. They basically oh. did. It was because too many people were talking during deliberations, and they decided to like, oh, no, not and deliberations, but when many, they were trying to selecting people. So they realized, oh, too many people were talking about the case, so we got to dismiss everybody because, you know. Wow. Say, yeah. How many days of work were you off? Three. Oh, oh wow! Man, good grief! Wow, are you, what are you drinking? After all that, I thought you just took a swig, right? Bottled water, basically. Okay. It should be vodka, but I mean, no. Hard stuff. <laughs> I, I, I. We also have Peter, aka Shy Town Spidey. What's going on, Peter? Hey guys, how you doing? Thank you for if you go on our front page. Peter and I have been redesigning our logo on it's the front. Done. It's, it's done. done. It's done. Oh, Thank done. you. It looks great too. <laughs> It looks really good, Peter. Thank you for that. He he was able to recreate the amazing Spider-Man logo font. Kind so of. That, okay. him and I were talking for 
couple days on that back and forth <laughs> when the job could have been done if we were in the same room maybe oh, yeah. an hour or so but thank you for that wait he also redesigned a um, new logo for our podcast that i'll put up on itunes uh mm-hmm. soon and i'm working so. on your 20th anniversary and we're also this is yeah this is our 20th anniversary of the website he's going to do a special little logo for that you are our photoshop king mr shytown i am not <laughs> oh, he can do all the birthday stuff from here on out. Then, cool. I'm done. You're done. I'm done. No, no, I'm just a temp. By the way, George. I, speaking of Photoshop skills, my mom yeah. on my birthday said you look pretty cool as Doc Ock, and I said that's all Texas. That's all George. So I thought that was really good. That's right. That was really good. That's what apparently what I used to do for the site, but now no more. <laughs> I'm retired, and now. You retired. Brad, and Brad has found uh, the new hotness. The new. <laughs> I'm not. Ay, ay, ay. So uh, before we get on to our reviews, uh, let's go over what reviews we're going to talk about first. Come think of it. We've got ASM uh, 796, which uh, Mark will tackle. And 797, JR will tackle. Uh, we also have Spec 300, which Peter will tackle. And Poison X. Which sounds like a Bell Bib DeVoe song back in the 90s, which yeah. uh, Mike will tackle. Did you say Bell Bib DeVoe? <laughs> yeah, Bell Bib DeVoe drove a Vovo. God, man. Dun, 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 dun. ABC, BBD. Never trust a big button to smile, Jomo. I tell you what, get you in trouble every time. Also, I want to say Ashley's a little under the weather. And Zach is running a little bit late, so that's why we invited Mark and Peter on to round out the panel a little bit. So before we get to the reviews, we're going to tackle our one new uh, iTunes review. Before we do that, your mom just liked the link. Uh, Every now and then your mom likes uh, links on the Spider-Man crossface, and I always like to pretend that your mom's watching. She is. She is. So be, be, be good. Be good. Uh, hi, Mom Douglas. <laughs> Mrs. Miss Mom Crawlspace. Hi, Mama Crawlspace. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So a review of uh, from iTunes. We have the game 0910. Uh, subject title, fan but hard to listen to. Ooh. Two out of five stars. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> don't worry, JR. They don't say anything about you. Yeah, uh, <laughs> I listen, yeah, but, wait, but, when, but when the podcast, I mean, when the podcast is attacked, it affects me no matter what, because we're all one family, right? What are you saying? You have a heart, Jr. This is a first. We're like, one, we're, we're like one family and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Zach's adopted. Yeah, uh, I listen. No, I listen. Zach's adopted. <laughs> Uh, I'd say, do you snort? I, what are you? Are you, are you yeah, really Ashley? Was that a snort? Yeah, he's doing the Texas thing. snort. Okay, all right. Uh, quote I listen to about one of these shows every two months because I love Spider Man. The host, Brad, is awesome. All right, thank you. Oh, he didn't say that. No, pull it up. He really did. The ho- <laughs> Here, I'll say it again. The host, Brad, is awesome. Where'd you the first time, jackass? <laughs> here, here, George stepped on me. The host, Brad, is awesome. <laughs> and you can really tell his love for Spider-Man. Oh, thank you very much. But two out of five stars. The, the others in the panel are very likable and easy to listen to. But George. <laughs> oh, there we go. He never has anything positive to say. 
and is always negative, like this review. Oh, wait. I mean, I added that. He brings the, <laughs> he brings the rest of the show down. And because of his negativity, I power through a show because it's the same all the time. I don't mind negativity, but negativity 95% of the time mixed in with his snarky comments is hard. <laughs> it just really brings down the rest of the crew. Oh, there you go. All right. So, George, your rebuttal, sir. All right. Well, first of all, I'm sorry I bring everyone down. Uh, I'll, I'll just, you know, I'll apologize to each They're of you. They're bringing me down really, now. I'm, I'm, I, I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I, I apologize for, for – I'm holding you back. I'm holding you back. Um, in my defense, uh, I will say – and I've pointed this out many times whenever somebody calls me up by name. People focus on the negative things that I say and not the positive. I got in trouble with our YouTube chat like oh, yeah? a couple of months ago. Remember for, for actually defending slot uh, in one of those issues mm-hmm. where they had things that I liked. Yep. And I pointed out and I said, listen, no one was more shocked than I was, but here's what I like. This, 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 and this. And you guys were like, what are you high? You liked Robbie? Back? I liked Robbie being Mr. back. Bugle. I liked him being science editor yeah. at the Bugle. I, I was like, dude, no, there's things that I like in here. So mm-hmm. apparently since he only listens to one episode over a couple of months, he hadn't gotten to that part yet <laughs> uh, or to that podcast. But I've done that more than once. I've said, I, I've disagreed and said, no, wait a minute. I, I, I'll defend slot on this point uh, from the writing standpoint. I, I do that ever so often. Uh, I like how I go from all negative to only ninety five percent negative. Also in the review. That was, you know, that was that was Come a on, nice thing. But no, here just do it all the way or nothing. You know, here's the thing. I don't, and I think this is why I stand out. I, although Jr. is a lot like me, but but better for, looking for, for whatever reason, people just love Jr. more. <laughs> but here's the: I, I I don't I don't have shades of gray. I don't talk in wishy washy nuance. I don't sit there and, and try to, you know, play benefit of the doubt for feelsies. I tell you what I feel. I tell you what, what my opinion is, and I, I back it up with, with very specific items as to why I believe the way that I do or why I see it that way. You know, I always do that. And so I, a lot of people just hate that. Listen, I, and I want to talk to you right now. If you're one of these folks who just hates me because I, I, I speak so strongly, it's okay that we don't agree. It's okay for me to not like things that you like. It's okay. Everyone gets along. Everyone's got an opinion. It's like it's like a nose. Everyone has one. I could have said the other thing, but I know that there's children watching. <laughs> Thank so, you. You're welcome. <laughs> so I, I think that's why I kind of I kind of get a rap on these things. Mm-hmm. And because honestly, if you go back and listen to a lot of the stuff that, J- and I don't want to throw Jr. under the bus, but Jr. a lot of the time right. is as negative as I am. What is it about Jr. People love? Is I don't it because know. we we call him the historian? I, mean, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I mean, he doesn't. He doesn't. I look, I look good in a thong. What can I what? say? <laughs> wow! Wow! wow. I think I we just broke the internet. I don't know that it's that. I but I I, I think it's because that, now I do talk along. I usually generally talk longer than Jr. So maybe that's it. Maybe people are like you know maybe talk less. That's what I'll do. I'll, I'll talk less, and that way I won't bring the show down. So, so uh, in our YouTube chat, Symbiobro, uh, Symbiobro, I, I mess that up every time. I apologize. George is one of my favorite members of the podcast in the YouTube chat. Yeah, Enigma also, points out that I actually liked Anna Maria. I have always said mm-hmm, positive true. things about Anna Maria. You have. JR's negativity gets a pass due to his status as a senior citizen, says Joshua. 
<laughs> Joshua and YouTube chat also says if the comics weren't complete crap these days, George wouldn't be so negative. That again is very true. Bernardo says Flower Spider Man was one of the funniest moments on the crawl space. I would happen to agree with that. That's very yeah. funny. So uh, that's all the iTunes reviews we have for this month. Uh, feel free to click on the little iTunes icon on the front page of the crawl space, and you can leave us a review, and I will read it, good, bad, or indifferent, or positive JR. Uh, we are <laughs> we are tackling this book. That's a good-looking cover, isn't it? It is. Spider-Man oh, Spider gives it an A. Here, well, look at this. You could hold it up to your face and review it if you'd like. Uh, no, Dark you, look Mark. Like, you look like Zach right now. <laughs> well, you don't have to be. Ne You're pulling me down, Texas. I'm sorry, man. Pulling me down 95% of the time. Pulling me My down. bad. My bad. All right. So, Dark Mark, take us through this one, sir. All right. Now, before I get into this review, I got to say something about a previous appearance I had with on Friday Night Fights uh, Hostess. <laughs> so dark I, never, I never really understood uh, the whole Hostess thing until uh, two days ago. Uh, I picked up and bit into a Hostess cinnamon coffee cake square. Oh, yeah. oh my gosh! Mm. If I were a villain, take put me in jail. <laughs> by the me a <laughs> I used to. Uh, true story. My mom used to give me those uh, in my lunch whenever I went to school. Mm. Wow. I used to have one of those, and and other kids were like, "What's this?" Because all they got was like Twinkies and Ding Dongs. And yeah, I got man, like this, this exotic crumbling Hostess, and I was eating. I was, I was just shoving them down. It's like the other kids look at you like you're from France. <laughs> you know? You know, one time I, I bought, oh, speaking of, I probably bought it in this item right here. I should have mentioned this. This is my newest purchase from eBay. Look at this. Oh, oh yeah. I've had yeah. that. Yeah. I had that years ago. Did you have this? We were just talking yeah. about lunch. I got this yep. on eBay, and I bought... Um, for the audio listeners, I bought a, a 1981 Spider-Man lunchbox. With mm -hmm. I bought the thermos separate, but look at that. Isn't that cool? Anyway, I, I remember bringing – you were talking about the other kids looking at you at lunchtime. I once had a sandwich on a hoagie roll. Remember that? Like the kids all have the Wonder Bread, but you're like mm -hmm. a rock star with a hoagie roll. Am I right, Texas? Yeah. yeah anytime, <laughs> anytime you bring like something exotic – that's like hot tater tots or something like that. Kids are like, what the hell is that? <laughs> you know, what What am I missing out yeah. on? You know? mm -hmm. See, Mark, you, you talk hostess snack cakes and we're off on a roll. We were trying to review <laughs> ASM threat level red, sir. Th threat level red right there. Okay. Threat level red with uh, Dan Slott and uh, who's the author? Mike Hawthorne or the artist Mike Hawthorne? Yeah, Mike Hawthorne. Mike yeah. Hawthorne, yeah. Uh, stepping in uh, with some really. Um, not Stuart Eminem style art. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Amen, brother. Amen. Yep. I'm tired of your negativity bringing me down. <laughs> You're like gravity. Well, you know, eat too many of those hostess cakes, we're all going to go down. You know? Why don't you like <laughs> gravity? Things that I like. <laughs> Do you like Agent Venom? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, <laughs> the, que the question kind of answers itself. <laughs> then you might then you might like Agent Anti Venom worse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh Bernard, as Bernardo says in the YouTube chat, it was also co-written by Christos Gage. Yes. Of course. So I'm remiss for not mentioning him. All right. So we start with Agent uh, Agent Anti Venom uh, saving the day by stopping Boomerang from robbing a bank uh, and. 
using his suit uh, to heal a police officer who's got a boomerang sticking out of her arm. Now, I don't know what this suit can do. Uh, I, I didn't read Venom Incorporated because Sean and Neil wanted to review those on the front page, and I was like, thumbs up, go ahead. I just got the uh, alpha uh, issue. Plus, and, you uh, like money left in your wallet, sir. <laughs> yes, yes. I didn't, I didn't buy them. I didn't, even, I didn't even think about buying them. Uh, it just didn't. There was nothing. I was happy to have a, a little bit of a break there on that one. Uh, so he healed. He better off for it. <laughs> he uses the suit to heal up the police officer, and she starts singing his praises about what a wonderful hero he is. And uh, Boomerang's over there just about to puke when, uh, one, he's hanging upside down. But uh, two, uh, Anna Venom says, I'm just doing my job like you. You're just a lot braver. And then Spider-Man arrives a little too late to do anything. Everybody loves on Agent Annie Venom. They're talking about how wonderful he is, how, how cute he is, what a great job he does. Even Boomerang, still, still webbed to the walls, uh, starts singing his praises about. He did it much better than you ever did, Spidey. So Spidey's feeling pretty bad, swings off to work. Gets called by J. Jonah Jameson with the Run DMCs, You Talk Too Much uh, ringtone. <laughs> um, finally, the Peter Parker, Spectacular Spider-Man ID... Uh, revealed to JJJ bleeds over into amazing and uh, he they get to talk a little bit about him being spiked. Um, neither here or there, but it's nice to see that the two the two issues or the two titles are in line with each other. That's true. That's true. I, I like when back in the day when Speck and Amazing played off of each other. What's going on? Like if Black Cat was going on in uh, Speck, it would affect Amazing, etc. Yeah, I don't. I don't like it when they cross over, and I have to buy both of them just to read the same story. But uh, mm-hmm. I do like the fact that if something happens in one, it's at least acknowledged. Exactly. In the other. Exactly. Flash had gone off to meet Liz in a cafe, and she uh, lets him know that she knows who he is since he became an, uh, anti-venom in uh, in her warehouse, and she owns everything uh, Alchemix. So she knows, and she's she's lets him know she's not going to blackmail him. Uh, but she is going to use it for leverage uh, by making him work security for her at her special science show, showing off her precious tritium. Alongside Matt Gargan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Meanwhile, at the Daily Bugle, Peter Parker is excited about covering the story. He, he's really excited. He's got a big story with Liz. She's going to have all this tritium. It's going to be a power source. It's going to be a great science thing. But is he excited because it's a scientific breakthrough? No. Is he excited because Liz is his friend and this is a, this is a good public P- a PR for her? No. He's excited because he gets free crab puffs. Uh, gourmet <laughs> catering there going on. And that, that's his only selling point. He just keeps going. Even his, his uh, people are going, um, you know, we can't just give him a good re- review because he's got food. And he's like, yeah, but they got food. And uh, so he decides to bring along Ruby Lynn. Which, if you're not aware of who Ruby Lynn is, she's the new, uh, uh, or she's not the new. She's a she's a new supporting character. She's a science writer, uh, and she hides her respect for her boss under her gruff, scrappy exterior and her ability to constantly insult her boss. Hmm. And Peter uh, uh, says, it makes, you, "It makes you wonder if uh, this was the next love interest that Slot was going to try to stick us with, maybe before he got uh, kicked off." I think it's just a Johnny stand in here. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, I, I will be surprised if you see her past eight oh one. Yeah, 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> or Flash. I think, I think she's a mainstay. I mean, she's right up there with Glory Grant. She's going to be right here forever. Mm. Oh, I'm sure. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> they they bring up the fact that uh, they're right there as they're all sitting there talking. Betty Brant brings up the fact that uh, it's a little suspicious that Alchemex has this brand new power source right after they got that whole precious tritium statue in the Amazing Spider-Man annual that everybody read and and, uh, and loved because it was a such a wonderful Betty Brant story. <laughs> and Peter Parker looks over her and he says, "Do you really think Liz would do something unethical?" And he gives her this eyebrow. I don't know what Hawthorne was thinking when he drew that little uh, that panel there. He's got this eyebrow that really looks like he's crossing some uh, sexual harassment lines with her. <laughs> I, I looked at it. There's a sexual harassment website, and one of the things they say is, "Watch your uh, facial expressions," because that could be true. She's got and, she's got the, the case here. He's going and the, down. And the bottom panel, he looks like some sort of perverted puppet. <laughs> I mean, tell me, tell me, I'm wrong. <laughs> no. I wish I could. <laughs> Here, let, let, let's see if the so the YouTubers can see it. Uh, there, there's the puppet. Oh yeah, and there is the eyebrow right there. Would you Don't. call HR for that eyebrow, Mark? Oh yeah, she's got a case. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Go ahead, sir. All right. So at the science show, Peter Parker reveals to Ruby Lynn that he and Mockingbird broke up uh, and she's kind of silk. She's kind of um, riding his case a little bit, but she backs off a little bit because she's worried he might have his feelings hurt. Uh, and that's when former Gloom Room a go-go dancer turned Stark Enterprise CEO Mary Jane shows up and starts talking to Peter Parker. And Ruby Lynn's just like, oh, she can't she can't believe. That that he knows all these people. He's what is is Mary Jane actually the CEO now? Yes. Okay, wait. Okay, hang on. <laughs> I don't care. really. One of the biggest. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest criticisms about Mary Jane and Spider Man is that it's unbelievable that that Spider Man would marry a supermodel. You know, let alone one that he's that he's known from before she was ever famous. But whatever. Uh, but now, but it's okay. It's totally believable. That that a a model who actually didn't finish college. Remember, she went to college for a little while, but then she stopped. Mm-hmm. Uh, is is a CEO? Oh yeah. Okay, whatever. I, I'm not yeah. sure if she is a CEO or not. Well, I mean, Mike, that's what, what, be, well, because that's what happened is because Tony Stark, because in, in Invincible Iron Man, he's been incapacitated. He's been in comatose, although his body is now missing. Well, it, and it, so it, Mary Jane has been essentially running the company along with Stark's biological mom. So, yeah, so because Mary Jane in that yeah, because Mary Jane in that series is basically like the Pepper Pot stand-in now. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't know if yeah. technically CEO, but his biological mom and her are running it while Stark's out of commission. Out of yeah, pretty much. So yeah, so technically she is. I guess kind she of is. CEO. I guess she is in. Okay. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who knows if Dan Slott's going to keep that when he goes to never ever Iron Man? But I don't know. I We're never want to hear anybody pull out that tired argument again about how. I know. <laughs> Yeah. Jane to be together when she's a supermodel. Uh, uh-uh. no, no, stop it. They just made her a CEO. So, <laughs> yeah. yeah, no. Have you noticed, by the way, um, Mark, on everybody's nose, pretty much at some point, there's like a, a giant white zit that appears. Yeah, which is supposed just, to be like a glint of light or something, but it looks like a yeah, it looks like a whitehead. They all yeah, yep. it's that's either that they got piercing the con section there. That's that's bad oh, art. Yeah. <laughs> okay, go ahead, Mark. He sees Mary Jane at Stark Industries. I mean, at, at Alchemax. I'm sorry. 
All right, so, so they start talking. Ruby Lynn goes off into uh, wherever you know real reporters go, and uh, they share a moment of respect for each other, kind of reconnecting like in the old days until Flash crashes the reunion, um, claiming he's only there for uh, moral support for Liz after he tries to play off that he loves going to science conventions. Um, and then the show starts, and you got Hugo. The security guard from uh, the Venom Incorporated uh, storyline coming in, and Peter makes a, a takes a couple of uh, panels to make sure we understand that's Hugo. But nowhere else in the issue does it really matter that Hugo's there. So, uh, assuming that Slot understands the whole Chekhov's gun uh, theory, that uh, we're going to see Hugo make a major play sometime in the next couple of issues before Slot's done. That's God, he's got to be. Dude, Dan Slot is so desperate for royalties. Even the birds in the middle and the, the panel in the middle of that page all have names. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I remember seeing that Hugo's getting his own Legends action figure with a uh, detachable hand, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself. You on can that. build oh, a bird. Jet. Don't spoil it. It's <laughs> funny. All right, and then just as they show a sliver of the precious trinium, in comes everyone's favorite goblin, aside from Bart Hamilton. Uh, Phil Urich, the Goblin King. Which I knew when I saw that moment uh, there that J.R. was excited. This is what he's been waiting for. Um, yeah, this, I had to this change my shorts. <laughs> <laughs> he left a pumpkin bomb. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> so Flash and Peter Parker rush off to get help in the classic Marvel team-up fashion. Exactly. And, uh, I, I was thinking very much Marvel team-up as I was reading this. Yeah, oh, I got you. Yeah, I got to get help, too. And they just take off different directions. Mary yeah. Jane tries to stall the situation by claiming she's alerted Iron Man, uh, George's favorite villain there. <laughs> and uh, that doesn't do anything. I mean, that Goblin King, he's not scared of Iron Man because you know, he's Goblin King. He's not just some little, you know, nobody goblin. Uh, Hugo proves his quality as a security guard by bravely standing up to the Goblin King uh, and then quickly surrendering the precious trinium to him. But the Goblin <laughs> King doesn't go for it. He just chops his hand off. No blood, by the way. Clean no blood. blood. It's a flaming sword. I mean, it's like the wound is instantly cauterized. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a lightsaber. Yeah. Yeah. It's a yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I <laughs> I see. Because Marvel, Marvel and Disney are. Marvel and Lucasfilm are buddies now. But anti-venom's there to cu- to heal the wounds. He should go into healthcare. How much oh, do you yeah. think, right how much do you think this anti-venom symbiote suit would cost if you so, go into the so, ER? So basically, Flash Thompson is now Venom Jesus. Yep. <laughs> is that what we're saying? Yep, we are. Flash Thompson is, is in essence, Venom yeah. Jesus. Mm-hmm. And, and maybe I don't understand the whole Venom Incorporated, but they had vats of it in that one alpha uh, uh, issued, I, I had to review, and I'm thinking Alchemex could just sell this stuff to <laughs> you know, paramedic areas all over the the nation, all over the world, and you know, make billions. I don't, I don't even know why they need the precious tritium if they can do that. If they can make that stuff, that's whatever. But you know, Bernardo says Venom Jesus. Oh God, I love George. <laughs> <laughs> On YouTube chat. Thank you, Bernardo. I try not to bring the podcast down. <laughs> uh, uh, meanwhile, back at Norman Osborne's house. <laughs> yeah, we have uh, Sp- uh, Spider-Man heads off after the Goblin King yeah. saying, you might just be the craziest goblin of them all. Right. And that's when we get another cool transition. 
to the co- coolest goblin of them all. Yeah, Norbin's office. His guards are concerned, and they uh, they're standing outside the door. They uh, they hear him talking, but it sounds like there's two people. He keeps referring to himself to we. They come in, but Carnage is in control now, and uh, they get uh, they they get pulled in and get sliced up and diced, and there's like blood type words all over. Well, the actually, place. they probably got eaten. Let's be honest. At this point, I mean, yeah. <laughs> seeing how things <laughs> progress, yeah, they probably got eaten. Mm-hmm. Then we go back to the fight, and it's just one hand severed hand pun after another. Oh uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love I love a good pun, but uh, this was driving them into the ground there. Um, and uh, so the Goblin King uses uh, the hand. He says, "Good thing the guard was willing to lend me a hand," and he uh, uses the hand to open up the whole safe that they are keeping right out there, and he has access to all of the statue that was the precious tritium uh, that he's after. Um, and then Agent Anti Venom, after saying "hands off," uh, leaves um, to go take care of the Goblin, or not care, uh, take care of Hugo, while um, while Spider Man. Uh, is that left to take care of the Goblin King. That's when Spider-Man kicks Goblin King's butt, swings over to the X-Men's mansion, slaps them around a bit, heads over to Fire Lord, <laughs> kicks their butt for some giggles, and it heads back to uh, to the science show to save the day. That's that will, all, that will all be seen in the Spidey Kicks Butt uh, miniseries as written by J.R. <laughs> that is not what happens. No. That is not what happens. No. Uh, yeah. no, he whines. This isn't how team-ups work. But uh, yes, <laughs> yeah. That's actual dialogue. He didn't make that up like J.R. does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Thank> <sighs> <you>. <laughs> well, to be fair, J.R. is not having the dialogue that I have to have right here. So... Uh, <laughs> Uh, that's exactly how team ups are supposed to work. One guy takes care of what he's in charge of, and Spider Man takes care of kicking the villains around. But uh, nope. but he's so upset that fa- that Flash leaves him that he gets curb stomped by the Goblin King's Sonic Scream, and it's over. There's there's no saving him. There's no hostess cakes. There's no uh, there's no magical net webbing. Uh, there's nothing there except for luckily, J. Jonah Jameson saves Spider Man. Hmm. Let me make sure you understood that those who are who are listening and thought maybe that uh, you were, I was breaking up there. J. Jonah Jameson is needed to save Spider Man from Phil Urick from an F list villain. <laughs> <laughs> they said it on Family Guy. Everybody gets one. I mean, uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Uh, why not? Everybody saves Spidey at some point in this modern there age. Yeah. That's, not what, that's not what everybody gets one meant. I know Spider-Man's I, I, I'm sorry I, I thought I'd let it bu- go by but you're bringing me down all right go ahead <laughs> my bad my bad there I go bringing the, the podcast down thank you all for putting up with me despite me bringing you all down I'll tell you the gravity in this chat oh my gosh it's so uh, heavy uh, 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 uh. <laughs> so Spidey's able to stop him at least from screaming but but he's laid out by one kick that's Goblin all, yeah. King kicks him one time, and Spider-Man's out for the count. And so, with a, uh, with a walk on a monopoeia. Yep, walk. Yep. He makes off with one last hand pun and a big chunk of the precious tritium. <laughs> Don't let the puns hit you on the butt. Yep. Yeah. So uh, Flash is successful. Uh, Hugo's hand is healed. Uh, it's a little tingly, but you know he's, he's rest assured that's going to be okay. I wonder uh, that, at, that, at that point when he grabbed the tritium, I was like, "Please, God, tell me that it makes them sterile." 
<laughs> so that these losers can't contribute to the gene pool. Wow. <laughs> I wonder if anti-venom sends you a bill like the the hospitals do once you're you're healed by the symbiote. And by the way, wouldn't the symbiote be in your system if you got this on your body? I told so you aren't before. these all going to be symbiotes? I don't know how this works. They're I don't all care how this works. And a few issues, Brad, it won't matter. <laughs> no, no sense trying to figure it out, dude. Sorry, sorry. I'm still trying to think if Zodiac goes a year ahead. No, I'm oh, just kidding. <laughs> sorry, that's that's a that's a joke from last month. Go ahead. Uh, all right, all right. So Ruby Lynn thinks that uh, Peter Parker's a coward because he can't find him after all this going on. But Mary Jane comes over and covers for him and. Um, Spider-Man says it feels like old times. Oh, so, I've heard so much. <laughs> <laughs> you all right, Peter? You all right? <laughs> heard so much. <laughs> <laughs> Peter, if you couldn't tell, is a big Mary Jane fan. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which Peter are we talking about here? Oh, well, well <laughs> Peter on the line is a fan. In the book, we assume he's a fan, too. But yeah, it's just like old times. He goes over to MJ's apartment because for some reason she took his clothes. I, I'm not I'm not sure why he didn't swing back and pick up his clothes like he normally does after changing Spider-Man, but that's fine. He's there at the apartment, and they talk, and she's willing, and they close the door with a click, and you all know what it means when Peter Parker and one of his love interests close the door with a click. I kind of liked him in the doorway. With the face at Tiger, like he's—I don't think he's ever done that, and I thought that was kind of cool. But okay, we got to click. Okay, we're not done with the book, though. We're not done with the book. It ends with at Norman's office. It shows that uh, Norman has shown Carnage that there is more pleasure in killing than just killing, Uh, measured killings, uh, uh, more suffering killing, and he establishes control over the symbiote. Uh, Uses it to make his face normal again, so we can check that off of the. uh, uh, that's the slot checklist. Uh, he yeah. rids himself of the nanites, so we can check that off of the of the checklist here. And then he hints that he's about to drink the goblin formula and says, who would be crazy enough to try that? Mm-hmm. The end. All right. So what? let's go around the horn for grades. Mark, what would your grade be, sir? F. F. Oh, my goodness. All right. I've only given one other Dan Slot book an F, an uh, F. in my whole – so. All right. Uh, let's see, Mike. What's your grade, sir? Uh, D. Okay, Jr. I gave it a D as well. George. I gave it an F. Peter. D minus. C plus out of me. Woo! Brad liked the cover. I did like the cover. <laughs> I did a lot. So let's, uh, since this is Mark's book, let's uh, do your pros first. You gave it an F. Is there any pro that you liked about the book? I've got one pro. Okay, the cover. The boomerang joke. Boomerang <laughs> saying, oh, he did it better than you ever did. That was it. After that, That's there it. was nothing left in the book for me. So uh, any other pros out of you guys? Um, I actually thought the uh, Norman Osborn dialogue thing with the green – no, not the green goblin. With the, I was going to say green goblin, but it's with Carnage because it kind of – well, it reminded me of Spider-Man, the first movie thing anyway. But no, the idea that he was kind of the way he was – um, essentially trying to kind of like, you know, 
trying to kind of persuade Carnage so like, rather than having Carnage like, take control of him, like, oh, no, no, we can kind of work together kind of thing almost a little bit. And, I mean, that was pretty much – I mean, that to me was if they had just – if Dan Slott had just did the entire issue of how um, Norman Osborn and the Carnage team got together and rather than waste all our other time with all this other, like, other stuff, it just – It'd just be one issue, but we didn't have to go through like three issues of what essentially is just another by the prologue and filling things up. But that's you know, but well, you know, the the Norman stuff is pro for me. I kind of like mm-hmm. that. I mean, that's the mm-hmm. part, and I also like the um, the Mary Jane back and covering for him a little bit and shutting the door. That 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 is well, that is slot. I, I know slot is it's- a fan and he knows the history and he wouldn't have put that door closed thing if he wasn't homaging what is it ASM? no he would totally do it there because he's trolling you that's that's exactly why he right it's how well we wait until we get to the next and he proves it in the, the next book. issue he yep. does but I, I know that that is an homage is it amazing 122 or 123 where she closes the door and doesn't walk out 149 149 is actually that where they were yeah. showing that and oh, I'm sorry. Door, I, I was yeah. thinking of her closing the door after gwen died but no no no, no, no. That, they, they didn't they didn't yeah, they didn't. They didn't go yeah. at it. Yeah, they didn't do the birds and the bees funny. after that happened. That right. was wow. Yes, yeah, spiders. How did that go again, George? <laughs> that yeah. <laughs> right. Knocking of the boots. Yeah. Okay. So I I like that. I, the hell I is like, wrong with you? I'm so I don't know. I'm I'm bringing us down now. Uh, <laughs> okay. Uh, any other pros out of it? I'm gonna go off what Brad said. Um, I do like the Mary Jane, but as a Spider-Man fan, he's been reading for a while. I know where this is heading. I know where it's going. I mean, I like it. It's nice to see, but I know where it's going. That's why I got a D from it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. It's great for Mary Jane to be talking to Peter uh, well, we're at, at Alchemex, right? Yeah. And she was covering for him just like in the old days, and that's great. And Peter's like, wow, you know, that's just like the old days. Yeah, I agree. But I know what's coming. Mm-hmm. And that I don't like. I mean, it's a pro leading into a con. I'm sorry, I'm bringing you guys all down, but <laughs> it's a theme. It's just, it, that's just what it is. <laughs> about to say, good thing I don't have any razor blades sitting here. <laughs> jo- uh, Jr., what was your any pro out of you? There's some Norman in here. Are you, are you liking the Norman aspects? Uh, you know, I just, I just am not sold on this thing. Merger with Carnage. I just really am not. Um, you know, I wanted, um, you know, I wanted a Green Goblin story. You know, I didn't want a Green Goblin slash Carnage story. Uh, so that's what? pretty much what I'm thinking. I want your opinion on this because when I, I read it, I'm like, I wonder what Jr. would say. The very last scene where Norman says, wouldn't that be crazy? Does that sound off to you? Because he doesn't think he's crazy ever. Well, it's just it's bad writing. It's it's the villain doing bad puns. You know, I mean, it's just mm-hmm. typical bad bad joke telling by the villain. And we're all supposed to go, oh, isn't that funny? The villain is talking about being crazy. You know, it was uh, I, I I didn't care for it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. George, what was your thoughts, sir? No, I mean, I, same thing. Uh, Norman being paired with Carnage does nothing for me. I mean, it's like you take someone that I actually like, but that slot is mishandled and doesn't know how to write, and pair that mm-hmm. with uh, a trash symbiote. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and you expect me to be wowed by that? I'm sorry. No, this is it, it's garbage. Uh, that, same with uh, with Mary Jane. I I wondered if um, 
uh, Boomerang getting kicked up, uh, you know, getting his butt kicked and webbed up against the wall uh, at the beginning wasn't sort of a sort of a friendly poke at the incoming Nick Spencer mm. on Slot's part. Like maybe he knew, uh, you know, when he was starting to write this, he, he knew he was getting replaced. Um, so, which, which is fine. But uh, no, this is just, it's, uh, you know, I don't like to say art's bad. This just, this art oh, yeah. is not, I don't think, mm-hmm. what the caliber for what ASM should be. Um, I would know. think all your grades would go up if you had better art on this book. Uh, no, not no. You, you uh. can you can have fantastic art and the story still sucks. Yeah, I mean it's, it's the, happened a lot. The art certainly doesn't help. I mean that last no. panel that Peter's in when he or one of the last panels where he, uh, where he goes into Mary Jane's apartment. I mean, what is he looking like? He looks like what is that face? I mean, he, and he why does like, he have Betty Brock's eyebrows? You know, it's just and and why do ever and why does everyone in this book look like they're made of latex? <laughs> <laughs> they really do. They're like all Marvel Legends. That's what. It is. <laughs> but no, I mean they have. I mean we were talking earlier about how they have like they all have this little shine on their nose mm-hmm. or something. They yeah, look they like the whitehead. It's like it's like the guy decided like everyone like went to like the car car dealership and got like a little <laughs> wax job. And just like you know, so they that's, could buff their. Buff that's their the new Spider-Man villain, Turtle Wax. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just you know we we got you know we get we get that repeat scene of uh, all the myriad goblins flying in again, underscoring everything that I've said about Spider-Man. How there's too many damn spider heroes. The same thing plays out with goblins. I mean, how many? Go- there's like five or six of them. Yeah. Well, there's a miniseries coming up near Goblin Verse or something that I'm getting at. Oh, God. <laughs> JR, you're re- reviewing all 17 parts. <laughs> now, JR. I'm going to razor blades out then. The, the reason I'm liking it so much is this. You could correct me because you're a bigger Goblin fan than I am. But doesn't this seem like a plot that Norman would do? He, he's, he's tried to do the supernatural aspect, he's tried to get the, symbi- the, uh, the nanobites out of his body, he needs his face fixed. The, the the symbiote can do it. This seems like something Norman would need or, or he would think about doing to to fix him. I have thought about that. Um, yes, I do think that is something Norman would consider because one, Norman is <laughs> Norman uh, uh, is is pretty stupid sometimes, and. I know that he would th- take this and the, the symbiote and think he could control it. Um, but I don't trust, see, I, I don't trust slot to deliver the goods. That's the thing, you know, like, um, and I uh, forgive me for, uh, if it was uh, Mike or, or dark Mark saying this, but would rather have seen more pages dealing with Norman and carnage struggling for control. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, two, two, you know, two psychopaths, you know, struggling for control uh, and each of them starting, you know, the personality starting to merge and, and, you know, each of them seeing something of the other, you know, what drives the other and mm-hmm. something like that to show them becoming a symbiotic uh, person. Uh, mm-hmm. But we don't get that. You we know, want, I mean, we'd much rather see that instead of this anti-venom story. Exactly. Mm. Exactly. Um, but, you know, like George says, I don't, I don't think slot understands Norman. Uh, I mean, I think, he, I mean, I think he likes Norman as, you know, he thinks of him as a typical cartoon comic book villain. Uh, and I, I don't think he really understands, uh, Osborne. 
uh, knows how to write him. Uh, and like I said, I just don't try. I mean, Goblin Nation was a huge disappointment. Um, you never thought the Goblin was Norman Osborn. Un- the Green Goblin was Norman Osborn that whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, you thought he he had to be somebody else because he didn't act like Norman Osborn. He didn't talk like Norman Osborn. Uh, so, you know, maybe I'm borrowing trouble. Uh, but uh, like like I said, I'm just no. It's not impossible that Norman would do something like this, but I just don't have any faith in where it's going. So I oh my god, who was that? Zach is long. in the house. What's going on? You <laughs> caught us at the right end of the first book. Enigma, real quick on YouTube chat, says, basically, JR, you're saying a better writer could make this work. <laughs> a better writer, a better, a good writer can yeah. uh, do a lot of things. <clears throat> That's a, good, true. a good writer can take, uh, you know, you know, maybe they can't quite make a, a, a silk out of a sow's ear, uh, but a good <laughs> writer could probably uh, think of a way to, you know, handle that and, um, you know, and make it work. Real quick, Zach, what's your uh, grade on 796? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a C minus. It's not. Hey, you're up there with me. Everybody else was F's and D's. I was a C I was about to say, hi, Zach. It's good to see you. Now I'm not. Hey, <laughs> taking it down. Negativity, taking it down. Negativity. I, you know, it, the thing was, it, it just, it was, it was such an average ordinary issue. Mm-hmm. Um, now I have up. a, yeah, I mean, it really was, it was a, it was a glorified team up book. Uh, it wasn't offensive to me, so I, I can't. Didn't piss me off the way the way somebody other. What are you, Jr. Junior? All of a sudden, that's what Jr. <laughs> always says. Just, yeah, I was about to say my F is uh, my F is for being personally offended. You know, I was true. personally that's, offended. Good, this one, I was personally offended. Mark, why were you personally offended? Talk about that a little bit. I, I went through and I did a, a count up of all the grades I've given slot, and I'm I'm sitting right around a C plus B minus for if I put them all together, but. You average him, yeah. This one, it was a mediocre issue at best. I mean, severed hand puns. J. Jonah Jameson saving Spider Man. The art was was the art was fine as long as people weren't in the scene. If they were just (laughs) the mass, it was fine. Wow. I I don't know art. I I leave I leave Neil Bogenreiter okay, to wait, 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 all the art review, but uh, when I can't understand who Peter Parker is without them saying, "Hey, Peter Parker," or <laughs> the only way I can tell that's Mary Jane's because she's the only character in the book with red hair, something's wrong with the art. That's it's just that's well, all okay. that stuff was bad, and the fact it felt like a filler issue. Um, just we're just spinning our wheels so that we can reach the magic number eight hundred one. Mm-hmm. Um, but on top, that that was oh, that, whatever. I I could get through that with a D, maybe a C minus. You're still out four bucks though. But the, I'm still out four bucks, and the Mary Jane tease. I, I know uh, when I read this, I was I, I didn't need to know what the next issue was going to be. I knew what the next issue was going to be. We've gone down this road before. This is one last swipe on his way out. If you don't want Mary Jane and Peter Parker together, don't write them together. That's fine. I mean that. No, that's not fine. That's asking. What the hell's that, wrong with it? It is, but but that what it doesn't need to happen <laughs> uh, with this with this writer. Uh, but to keep yeah. coming back to the well, yeah. to keep, I, look, I'm a big I'm a big Mary like Jane fan. I'm a big Mary Jane fan. But if you don't want to write them together, don't write them together. But yeah. don't sit there and do this. Oh, maybe we could get no. That we're just not made for each other. We're just we just can't make this work again and again yeah. and again. You have to force it. 
If yeah. the story doesn't flow oh, naturally and you're forcing it, it's bad story. And to, to force it, what's this, the third time now that they're going to come back and say this? That's the personally offensive thing for me. Mm-hmm. And I know Slot can do better. I nah, know he can write better nah, than that. No, he can. Nah, He's nah, done. Nah, That's why we wanted nah, him on the, the title. Uh, uh, I, I would, yeah, I would disagree. I don't think he understands the Mary Jane and Peter relationship at all. The only character Otto understands in any – or. Well, that's what I, I feel. Slot can write better than what he. Anna Maria is what you're going to say. And I actually makes this wor- that I, makes I, this worse than Amazing Grace because I, actually, I know he could do better. Where the Amazing wait, Grace wait, 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 wait. You, this book better. was worse than Amazing Grace. It's worse than Amazing oh. Grace because it has actual impact into the storyline, and we have oh, an okay. author here who is on I the agree. main book. Uh, who who is who is controlling where the storyline goes? Not just here, but in Spectacular, in in Deadpool, in um, uh, the the animated universe, and it's going to bleed over into the uh, the Homecoming movies universe. Yeah, that he's got too much power. You give him that kind of power, and he does this crap where he just wants to say one more time, "Ha ha ha!" It's not going to happen. That's just that's just that's worse to me than Amazing Grace, which is just going to go to the wayside. Nobody except for me is ever going to keep bringing it back up. Yeah. And that's only because you made me read. What, what Zach? <laughs> what were you going to say, Zach? I, I, I can't I cannot fundamentally disagree with you more on that. Uh, this issue is nowhere near the level of garbage that Amazing Grace was. But his point is, it has it impacts Spider Man's world more than Amazing Grace. I get it, but again, this is we're still we're looking at it. We're we're at the very end of this chapter of Spider Man's history. We don't know what Spencer's got planned, other than what he's mentioned. We know that Mary Jane's going to be in there at some point, um, just based off of his. Some at least of his, we saw the preview art with Spencer's right. first book. So Mary Jane and a new love interest. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Marvel has learned nothing. Uh, Peter, well, let's hear a little bit about for you. you. You didn't like the Mary Jane what's coming. Uh, anything else you thought about uh, the Norman stuff or the anti-venom stuff? Or? Okay, we've seen Spider-Man go through a lot, I mean a lot of fights where he managed to get out of it. Like going against mad symbiotes like Carnage and Venom and being trapped underneath rubble. He held the Daily Bugle up in time just to get one uh, bean out there during that uh, story arc with uh, Norman going crazy again. He can't feed the, the Goblin King who's screaming at him. Just kick him. Uh, throw a rock at him. Uh, something. Instead of like, no, I'm going to have my old boss call me up and say, well, what, what was the song that he was playing? That He was playing some Benny Goodman. Oh, tunes God. apparently supposedly well, that were at least yeah. the Rocky I had the tiger that gives Spider-Man you know a little bit of <laughs> yeah. face it tiger here's eye of the tiger yeah <laughs> yeah all, all Spider-Man did was cower he, yeah, he was, like, oh, and cower stands for coward I mean, uh, you know I mean that, that what is the some, heck what are you doing Zach <laughs> that's the most blatantly offensive part of this book yes I, I, <laughs> well you know it's consistent I don't want to bring everyone down but it's consistent <laughs> How Slot has has portrayed this character throughout the book. Weak. Weak. Mm-hmm. Yes. Weak needing somebody else to come in and save him. Yep. True. And it's just ridiculous. If, if even Spencer, you know what? I, I, I'll even forgive Spencer for if he if Spencer wants to roll in and just be woke as hell. 
But if Spencer wants to roll in and be woke, but if he at least has Spider-Man beating ass <laughs> and not having to rely on other people to fight his fights for him, I yeah, would I'll at least not have Spider-Man beating everybody's butt all around the place. That'd be great. That'd be mm-hmm. great. And you're really not going to like Spectacular 300, George. Oh, you're really not gonna... reading it. That's why I haven't read it since the second damn issue. Because <laughs> yeah, Spider-Man phones every friend in that. That, that close-up on Barryman was terrifying. By, by the way, mm-hmm. George, uh, for our, our audio listeners, Zach has put on a Spider-Man mask and a Frank Sinatra crooner hat. Can you sing a few bars of Luck Be a Lady? Luck Be a Lady. <laughs> 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 Luck if you've ever been there. All right, we're moving on. We're moving on. Seven ninety-seven. Jr. More goblin goodness, sir. Well, more goblin. Okay. Um, <laughs> well, let's see here. First of wait, all, wait a minute. Look at that cover. That's a great-looking cover. Blasting through the spider symbol. Yes, it is. It is. Alex Ross uh, knows how to draw the Green Goblin. Yes, sir. He does. Alex Rox knows how to draw the Green Goblin. So, um, anyway, it's obvious. Okay, so Norman Norman is doing a uh, supervillain cliched thing uh, and taunting someone he's kidnapped. So, uh, so what Norman says is Norman goes, uh, "Well, hello. How do you like what Stuart Inman is doing with me? With the thin face and the pointed jaw and the sadistic smile." He's clearly trying to make you think of the Joker, isn't he? Mm-hmm. But because I guess that my own 50-year record of villainy just isn't enough. Uh, and you'll notice I'm even wearing little hand gloves, just like the Joker does. Mm-hmm. But that's not important right now. What is important that just before we talk about Spider-Man, we're going to try to do some nonlinear storytelling to make, to make readers think you're Mary Jane. Even though we both know that if you really were Mary Jane sitting there, you wouldn't have started calling for help. You just would have ab- addressed me directly and told me to go F myself. Okay. <laughs> so, you know, so we already know it's not Mary Jane. All right. Or we already should know. All right. But regardless... Four hours earlier, Peter and Mary Jane are starting to refamiliarize themselves with each other's territories. When the sight of the uh, Spider-Man... It's not like they're playing Risk. <laughs> like Mary Jane moved troops in the Kamchatka. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, I mean... You Mary Jane is going to, you know, explore, you know, you know, kind of the get a long view of things and uh, Spider-Man oh. is and, and Spider-Man is going to look at some curves uh, you know and uh, some mounds. This is like uh, what if JR wrote Fifty Shades of Spider? I mean come on. <laughs> so anyway but Mary Jane sees the Spider-Man costume when she tries to rip Peter's shirt off and that's the equivalent of a cold shower. Uh, and Mary Jane says I can't do this anymore and by the way when you leave would you go through the window as I give you a rationale that for it that doesn't make a rat's ass worth of sense yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I didn't get that either so Peter changes to Spidey and swings out the window but aha Norman is watching and fails to draw the most obvious conclusion uh, now so we get back to Norman's talking to his prisoner what does he do over there? Does he feed the cat or water the plants? And I'm thinking, oh, wait a minute, Norman. Wait a minute. Forgetting the whole fact that Spider-Man is Peter Parker or whatever, and that Spider- Peter Parker dated Mary Jane. Okay, you see Spider-Man swing out the apartment window of a young single woman, and you have to ask what he's doing there. 
<laughs> I, it's like what you know it's like and and you know you, you know while, if, you know if this if this would um if it, you know norman would really be thinking hmm so she's working for tony stark she's screwing spider-man so i guess what uh you know it's only a matter of time before she makes her way through deadpool the torch and all the other male superheroes uh, whatever you know so <laughs> Wow. But the Norman that, the really sad part of that is that he's not screwing Spider Man. He's, he's, he's the crime, and he, he didn't, or he, he's going to get hit with the time. Yeah. And he didn't do the crime. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, but but it's like, well, what what other? I mean, honestly, what other conclusion would you draw? It's it's so yeah. again. I mean, it's, it's Mary Jane is Spider Man. <laughs> <laughs> We saw that. Did Alistair Smythe make that? Uh, make yes. that yeah, what's the actually. old uh, Paul Simon song? Uh, uh, Fifty ways to leave your your Mary Jane. <laughs> I, I, actually, your lover. Actually, no. You've it, 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 you got what are you? What are you surrendering, Jr.? <laughs> it's a, it's a no, I'm just trying to get the odor of that extremely poor joke out of here. Step out the back, Jack. Stop. All right. All right. You just think right. Sinatra in a Spider-Man mask. You behave. Hey, it was more relevant than that joke. <laughs> it's like it's like he squeaked one out. You know, like old people do. Wait, <laughs> I've got some experience with that. But anyway, that's not important right now. Anyway, but then Norman, Norman sees a rat and he grabs it. And he says, "Watch this. My cousin Ozzy used to do this all the time." <laughs> and he bites the rat's head off. All right, now we know, you know. Well, after that charming little scene. Uh, we do. We get a handful of interludes, less interesting interludes, uh, including a charming little back and forth between Spidey and an often arrested mugger. A trip through the bugle where Joe Robertson is telling Ben Urich, you know, you gotta, we gotta tell the public that uh, the Goblin King is your nephew, <laughs> you know, and uh, <laughs> and uh, JJJ calls uh, Peter, wondering why he hasn't caught the Goblin King yet, because, like I said, we all know that JJ knows Peter Spiderman. Back to Norman's hideaway. Which kind of sounds like a, a cartoon show. Norman's anyway. Um, so anyway, he's got this, which actually I do like this picture because it I is very, cool it looking. is very Normanish, very Normanish mm-hmm. with plant. You know, it's like you know, uh, uh, just you know, schemes and plans. You can just see him having like walls of this stuff. You know, it looks so- like Amazing Spider-Man Two with Spider-Man and his parents yep. on the wall. Remember that scene? The wall walls of pictures and strings. Yep. <laughs> This so, is this is far far superior to that that garbage of an abortion. Of mm-hmm. <laughs> so Norman's trying to figure out what the connection is between Peter, pa- I mean Spider Man, and a dozen other things. Okay, so hmm, all right, what is the connection Norman's saying between the Daily Bugle, where Peter Parker works, uh, Horizon Labs, where Peter Parker used to work, Mary Jane Watson, who Peter Parker used to date, Harry Osborn, who used to be roommates with Peter Parker. Um, Let's see what else here. Uh, Empire State University and Midtown High, where Peter Parker used to go to school. What is the connection between that Spider-Man? <laughs> but I'm—I don't know, but I'm going to figure it out because I'm real smart. <laughs> uh, more interludes. Liz Allen is getting her sinister on by trying to make Flash and Anti-Venom her personal little bitches uh, by sending him slash them after the Goblin King who stole the precious tritium uh, from the first Spider-Man 2 movie. Exactly. (laughs) Editor's note, as seen in Spider-Man 2. (laughs) Yeah. And then we go to another interlude. They get royalties for that one, Slot. 
Nope. Where little where little Normie Osborne is doing his best Tommy Smothers impersonation uh, <laughs> by trying to lay a guilt trip on Harry uh, for spending more time with Stanley, while Norman lurks behind a tree watching, and it's clear that the nanny working for Harry is really working for Norman. By the mm. way, is that uh, no uh, <laughs> with with Liz? Is that her? Um, uh, brother-in-law, uh, yeah, that's yeah. Mark Raxton, the Molten, 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 Molten Man. Man. Okay, yeah. when the hell did Molten Man get better? Exactly, I, I was dis- distracted. That by was that in too. a slot story. He waved during back during the brand new day era. There was oh, that whole that thing where, where awesome. Harry basically injected him with some kind of a cure thing, and you know, way <laughs> if back. Why did anti venom over? He'd be good. Yeah, it's a cure all. Mm-hmm. Anti venom is like the duct tape of healthcare. I, yeah, I yeah. thought you were going to ask if the if the nanny would allow some monograph. To say they ought to be teaming nope. up. He ought to be teaming up with Cardiac, right, for an you know all uh, anti HMO uh, miniseries or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, all right. So the nanny works for Norman. Nanny works for Norman. Nanny works for Norman. Anyway, so back to Norman's lair. He hears someone breaking into his place and discovers that it's Phil York, the laughable Goblin King, looking for Goblin goodies. So Osborne goes, oh, man, Phil, get out of my shit. And, uh, <laughs> but then Phil gets all huffy and threatens to kill Norman. And then Norman scratches him through the heart with an aminobatopabedia. Yeah. Right. Yeah, he funny. does. Phil is dead, dude. With an unlimited anemone or uh, now, whatever that. I would normally scream at this point, but I actually wrote down my response to this, if you guys can see it. What's that? Let me full screen you. Let's see what it is. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Who's happy Phil is dead? Raise your hand. (laughs) Yes. Kill that guy. I have absolutely no idea what that word is, what that word means, but it just, it sounds cool as hell. It's what's going to bring this up up from an F to an F plus for me. (laughs) (laughs) That's a preview, folks. Man. I'm sorry. Wait a minute. I don't want to bring you all down. No, you brought it up. You're up to an F plus, sir. You are going to bring everything down. You're you're defying gravity with your grades, George. I can already come to Whoa, 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 whoa. Let's not bring... uh, yeah, let's not bring a Dean into this, okay? Uh, all right. He doesn't, right. he doesn't understand that reference, JR. I, I don't, but Scratch, let's go. Uh, absolutely. Scratch. It's not as good as shit, pal, but, you know, it's pretty good. <laughs> Here, do it. Yeah. You got to do it with a Kirby hand. Scratch. Scratch. <laughs> all right. So, anyway, with that bit of business done, Norman returns to his captive and says, well, Got to get my work clothes on. He starts putting on his goblin gear as the person he's kidnapped gets a little mouthy, you know, which, you know, you really shouldn't do when you're dealing with a psychopath. He starts heckling Norman. You're a loser. You know, Spidey's going to kick your ass like he always does. He even kicked your ass when you threw his girlfriend off a bridge. Threw his girlfriend off a bridge? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. (laughs) Holy cow. That's it. For years, I couldn't remember the itch I could never scratch. But now, of course. KR is having a seizure. Hang on. For our audio listeners, JR has just put on a goblin mask and looking more insane than usual. I've got to dial 911. Hang on. 
Cleveland, Cleveland, uh, please. Cleveland, Cleveland 911. <laughs> they are one. We're in an emergency. Yes, we need to go to a, a guy named Mad Goblin's house. Um, <laughs> that is not a joke, actually. That's his. That's his screen name on online. So, so, so he's figured it out finally, Jr. Out. He goes, "Thanks, Jonah." And then you know, Jonah's sitting there. Yeah. Oh, what have I done now? <laughs> so. All right. So, from all that overacting, it seems like you liked this issue. What was your grade? I gave it a C plus. I gave it a C plus. C plus. That's it. Now you're sounding like now you're sounding like that uh, Christmas story thing. C plus. C plus. So when Ralph turned in the paper about the Red Rider BB gun, he got a C plus. By the way, Joshua says Jr. should wear the mask during every podcast. It brings out his eyes. Enigma says, "God, that was epic." Jr., I love you. Jr. is having too much fun, says Bernardo. This they're writing iTunes reviews right now in praise. Don't, of don't encourage him. <laughs> so my Jr., you have been asking for ten years for Norman to know that Peter is Spider-Man. You've been asked. You have demanded this story, and you got it. And you give it a C plus after a decade. Well, because that's not the only part of the story. All right. All right. All right. So I got a C plus out of the biggest goblin fan. I know let's go around the horn. Zach, what's your grade on this? Oh, it's, it's an a, this is easily one of the best issues that slots written in my opinion. I know, I know, I know George is going to try to bring me down. That's a relative <laughs> statement though, isn't it? Um, okay. oh, uh, well, we'll do your, your pros in a minute. Uh, yeah. Mike, what's your grade? B minus dark. Mark. C plus. Peter. C plus. C plus. And George. F plus. <laughs> okay. All right. Again, you're right, you're ready for mine? You're ready for mine. Negative. A minus out hmm. of me. Oh, A minus out of me. So, uh, JR, tell me your pros. Obviously, Norman Knowing is a pro. Uh, well, yeah, Norman knowing is a pro. Um, I was partially amused by the the scene with the mugger. Um, yeah. You mm-hmm. know, uh, I, I thought that was humorous. Um, it's always good to see Norman kill people, uh, <laughs> you know. Um, but so, yeah, I mean, there were things I liked about it, there were th- but there were a number of things I didn't. So Your greatest hero is reduced to eating rats. I know. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. What'd you think of the rat scene? Gratuitous. Gratuitous. Yeah. It does. Like I said, I don't like where this, I mean, like I said, uh, I'm not optimistic about where this thing with carnage is going, you know? And uh, and, I mean, I I guess the idea too, is that Norman is not as in control as he thinks he is. Mm -hmm. Um, but, and I think that's probably going to be a major thing at the very end, you know, where he, you know, he finds out, that, but you know, I, I like, you know, to, to, to quote to uh, town Spidey in a, on a, you know, I, I see where this is going, you yeah. know, a different ma- subject, but I see where this is going. Bernardo and YouTube chat says you all are drunk except George go home. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. YouTube chat. Thank you. <laughs> okay. So uh, we'll go around the horn for pros. Zach, you and I had the biggest pros. Let's hear some pros out of you, Zach. Um, one, the artwork is fantastic. Oh yeah. It's uh, awesome. I, I know that uh, JR was complaining about the artwork with, with Norman's face, but I liked, uh, I liked how, um, how sadistic and, and crazed Norman looked. 
uh norman looks like norman not not that you know um silly putty looking face that he had for the last three years or however long it's been um so it's nice to see norman looking like freaking norman for for once um i liked the fact that norman is off his freaking rocker yeah and he is uh, i i like the way look i at first when i read the preview i'm thinking oh crap it's mary jane he, he's going to kill off Mary Jane. Uh, I, I know that Jr. made it alluded to the fact that we shouldn't have known it was Mary Jane, but um, I, I felt like that it did well on the mystery. It did well on showing how crazed Norman is. Um, I, I, I we've been calling for this for, for the last four years, and I think it would be um, intellectual honesty. Um, I have been one of the big proponents along with JR that this should have been done a long time ago. Never should have not happened. Uh, Norman knowing has been one of the biggest uh, detriments to, to both Spider-Man and um, uh, to Norman and their rivalry. So I feel like that that a great wrong has been written as, has been righted and a, uh, I'm, I'm interested to see how the situation is going to resolve itself. Yeah. This issue made you want to read the next one. Mm-hmm. Which is the, so. the first time we can say that in the last six months. Mm-hmm. True, true, true. Uh, any other pros? Uh, yes. Okay, yeah. Phil Yurk is dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I, I, I saved that one for you, McNulty. <laughs> oh, the most amazing um, on my P is ever, too. Oh, my yeah. gosh. I mean, <laughs> yeah, even, go though, even though Slot was the guy who kind of ruined him, I was just so glad that he you know, decided to, you know what? just get rid of him outright. And the fact that it's Norman to do it and he's, mm-hmm. you know, basically calling Phil out that you've been just basically uh, just a, you know, your whole career has been nothing but trying to be a pretender. And I'm just going to, you know, Oh, and, I, uh, does anybody else feel like that this would, that, that part of the story with Phil dying and getting killed and finally, you know, um, Norman finally just, but uh, metaphorically or slashing a hole in his body, but busting a cap in his ass was, was something that should have been done back in the 1990s. Oh, it was long overdue. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, a, you know, it makes it that much more satisfying, I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the other thing is too is that um, I also agree with the art thing, I, especially because if you're looking inside that gentleman's club place and it has that really kind of there, creepy atmosphere. There's another pro like, bringing the gentleman's the club back. That the right, you, you can almost like talk to me. To me, when you were looking at that, some of that scene, you can almost like taste the cobwebs. The way Inman was drawing that. And so he was reading. Like, he was reading Mark's articles. No. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> hey, pretty much. Plug. Nice no plug. plug. I, that, I, I just did my editor's note for that comment. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, but I mean, it's just in terms of like, I mean, even as much as we're going to complain about the Mary Jane scene, even that was kind of well illustrated too. Um, I mean, mm-hmm. so I mean, I think this is. I know you know you're shaking your head there, Peter, but um, but I do think in terms of illustration wise, this is some of Emmerman's best work that he's done on the title. Um, I mean, there are certain things he's still kind of, kind of, if you all want to think, but this one, I think generally was the right. Yeah. Yeah. There was some, there was sometimes he's still got this issue with faces and everything like this, but, and I also thought Norman in terms of, in terms of voice wise, I know he sounds a little bit town, a little bit too Joker esque in this, but he's got even a still, in on that's insane. So you make sure there's, there's yeah. no difference between this Norman and Phil Urich when Phil Urich, when, when they first made him a villain, none at all. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Not at all. Not not a damn bit. I mm. didn't agree with that. Well, yeah, you're yeah. wrong. Well, okay. <laughs> no, you're wrong. 
well, don't worry. Well, we, but but um, but yeah, I think in terms of, I mean, but again, uh, a little bit, a little bit of an asterisk by this. I mean, we all know about slots tendency for beginnings. He tends oh, to yeah. a little bit stronger, and then things just—he's got too much stuff going on, and then the thing just kind of collapsed. And I'm kind of hoping maybe he doesn't do that this time, but I doubt it. Mike, come on, come on! I know it's just your glass is half full, Mike. Come on, come on. yeah, yeah. You, I know. So, we, we know, we know any we... other pros out of this book? Yeah, mm-hmm. um, ahead, the Mark. fact that he kills him so easily—I uh, think it's a good bookend to how Slot brings. Uh, the Goblin King in. He brings him in and has him kill what was looks like the Hobgoblin uh, with ease. Um, <laughs> yeah, so then he, he goes out yeah, the same mm-hmm. way. He goes out just he didn't get to put up a fight. Uh, mm-hmm. The uh, this, the the only thing about that is just in case it's too much of a book in, and the real Goblin King is still waiting out there so that he can keep him going. Let's hope not. But uh, I hope not. No, too. Phil's not that smart. I I got a, I got a, I got a, another positive. <laughs> okay. Besides, this this is what brought you the plus of the F. No, this is the the Phil Yurk dying is what got moved it from a F to an F plus. Uh, And although I did like him and Zart. No, the uh, and I'll say this as as someone who who you know stopped reading Zadarsky spec after two issues, and then you guys were like, "Oh my god, I know it's great," and I was like, "Wait for it," and then it sucked again. Apparently, (laughs) Um, right? I felt justified. I will say this, and I'll and I'll say this for a slot, and 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 the in the dialogue that he has for Jonah at the end, before mm-hmm. you realize it's Jonah, mm-hmm. when he says uh, about uh, you threw his girl off a bridge, and and he he still went after you. That's what he does. That's who he is. He's gonna you know he's gonna beat you. And this ring, true for as someone who's always thought in his head, how would it go if Jonah f- finally knew that that Peter was Spider Man? At first, there would be supernova, white-hot anger. Mm-hmm. And then after that subsided, he would totally understand Peter, and he would have new respect for Peter. And, and so that, when, when Jonah was, like, kind of playing Spider-Man up at that point, mm-hmm. I was like, given the fact that he knows who he is now, I was like, that, that's legitimate dialogue for Jonah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did like that aspect. I did like I, I I did like the aspect, and then and then Jonah trying to be too tough and and overplays it, and and gives uh, the goblin. Uh, of course, the goblin can't figure it out on his own. He needs somebody to basically spell it out for him. Uh, same way Peter can't fight his own fights. Well, that, um, that that's a residual from the mind wipe. I mean, let's yeah. Let's, if you want to get really complex in that whole thing, I mean, yeah. The only, yeah. I mean, because. When he when he hears about when it, when he figures out Gwen Stacy and his connection there, it's like Norman basically remembers everything now because because it, it, it's like literally he, the spark goes off in his head is, because is, at that point he's yeah. actually the first one. Um, well, no, he's the second one to figure it out. Um, oh, was it jo- Johnny Storm the first? No, or who was no. the first? Since the mind wipe, it would be it would be um, George Berryman's favorite character, Carly Cooper. Yeah. <laughs> Okay. First one to figure it out without having to do the unmasking thing. We gave me brain freeze without me having drunk a Slurpee. <laughs> <laughs> You're welcome, Barryman. We uh, haven't heard from Peter. Peter, what's your thoughts on uh, any pros out of you? What was your grade again? Going back to uh, mine was a C, but Mike okay. said that uh, when Phil died, when he was fighting, you know, Norman, didn't he use a flaming sword on Norman? And what does yeah. Norman have? Well, no, but you see, the Carnage symbiote knows no longer a moon to fire. 
It's not immune to fire? Okay. No. That not actually is not a continuity error, yes. Uh, I thought it was initially at first, but then Wait, somebody... it's not immune to fire? So this should have... Yeah, because in, the car- because in the Carnage series that uh, Jerry Conway wrote, it kind of made that immunity gone. They, they removed that immunity which somehow. Made, which makes sense given the fact that... The the, yeah. the Carnage symbiote has is, is always been uh, a symbiote that is because it was entirely bore, born on Earth. Uh, it had the ability to adapt things. I mean, we noticed that from his first appearance when he was able to make a, an axe from the from the symbiote. So, wow, was what the Borg from Star Trek? It adapts. No, it was bored. <laughs> oh, <laughs> well, if it's not immune to fire, why why didn't that work? He's not vulnerable to fire. Is what they meant to say. Oh, okay. I was about to say, yeah, because you guys said he's not immune to fire anymore. I was yeah, like, yeah. That, 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 none of that makes any goddamn sense. What's yeah, he I mean, he's not. He's okay. not vulnerable. He's immune. So, he's immune to fire. Okay. Yeah. Any yeah. other pros out of it before we go to cons? Yes, I like. Uh, I like the scenes with uh, Emma, uh, the nanny, because I think yeah. she's going to play a major role. I think uh, her job is to get the kids to to Norman. But she's going to she's going to be the the weak point of his plan because she's going to have some oh yeah I love these children and she's going to sacrifice oh, her life yeah. to save she'll save yep. Stanley I think Normie's done for he's going to be he's going to be gone at the end of uh, I, I I did like the the mugger scene um, mm-hmm. where he's like yeah, can you to my feet <laughs> yeah we have those things to have my shoes that was pretty funny <laughs> I mean that's you know um so george what's some i mean uh jr what's some cons out of you for this book well i mean other than you know i mean i I agree that overall the art was pretty good but again i I, you know norman i mean and norman does look batshit crazy like he should but again i think there's too much uh too much emphasis or I mean, too much trying to herald the joker i mean there's another there's another scene later in the book where norman is um i think it's how well yeah, it's uh, just before he goes downstairs to to kill Phil or whatever, and Norman's you know he's holding his finger, gloved finger up, and he's smiling or whatever. And it's like, oh, jeez, you know, that's <laughs> yeah. a, you know, it's like, I mean, again, Norman's been around for a long time. I mean, there's no reason you should he should be used to evoke the you don't need to evoke the Joker in him. You just don't. And and some of his dialogue was a little bit too cartoonish. Uh, I mean. You know, supervillains, mon- you know, like to, with a nod to the incredible supervillains monologue, they just do, they're just part of being a supervillain. Uh, but th- 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 this was just a little bit too cartoonish for me. Uh, and the Mary Jane scene was just off. I mean, that, wrong. That, that's I mean, just, what yeah. Yeah, takes it down. No, yeah. Yeah. She's past this. I mean, she's okay with Stark being Iron Man, but Peter can't be. Oh no! Of course not. That, that doesn't feel right at all. Yeah, yeah, she's she's past this. I mean, it's it's almost like bad editorial mandate. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's like if she was. Uh, but then again, I mean, he's like. First of all, wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. Were, were you were you were with this guy when you thought that uh, you know he was a clone and you decided you were going to move to Oregon with him? You're willing to do that? Uh, that I, mean, I could go through a zillion other things, but then it's it doesn't make any sense. It just it just doesn't. But then again, you know, it, uh, one moment in time and one more day so thoroughly and, and go out the window like, that makes no sense. I did. I have no idea what. Yeah, that was just yeah. what? Good. Well, you Especially had to have Spider-Man go out the window so Osborne could so see. So Osborne could see. Her. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was pl- it was slot writing for the for the, you know, writing the for the plot, plot. forcing well, the plot. Well, which it is, is even more ba- which is even more baffling because 
Mary Jane already told that uh, Ruby Lynn person that, hey, I'm going to take Peter home. So technically her saying like, oh, it's easier, harder to explain if she if uh, if if you leave for the front door, than if Spider-Man leaves out the window, it's like they already know Peter's at the apartment. Speaking Even of if you walk to the floor, yeah. Speaking of yeah. Ruby Lynn, uh, Nick Lowe, wake up. Uh, did anyone notice that that the colorist can't decide what color Ruby Lynn's supposed to be? Mm-hmm. She looks like she's like 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 she's Indian, like like Pakistani or Indian or something like that. And now she's like Asian. When I look Uh at characters, I don't see color, George. (laughs) It's because your comics are black and white. So what you're saying, George, is she's like Carly Cooper in her and that with Carly Cooper's hairstyle. They couldn't couldn't decide on Carly's hair from one issue to the next. (laughs) Yeah. Um, um, Now I want to say now one thing that's kind of for me that's kind of a con of this. I mean, it's not well. It's kind of a misgiving thing. Although I thought the thing to reveal of Jonah was clever, there is a bit of a cheat in this and how it's constructed. Because who else was a member of Osborne's Gentleman's Club? Jonah was. Jonah, Jonah and- was. Yeah. But notice how uh, but notice how Osborne kind of says, well, this is my old gentleman's club. Now, if he had said our old gentleman's club, he would have given the game away. True. And so there's a couple things like that. And it's also so and to me, it was seems like it was just the way it was kind of built up there. I mean, it was even though um, it makes sense it what would be Jonah. It's all at the same time. It's like, you know, you're definitely kind of like, you know, he has to kind of like purposely trying to obscure things in order to try to make this twist work. Um, so especially if you like look at the dialogue and how it's, it's constructed and everything, like there's even a mention where he even says like, um, oh, that that stupid you know threats and menaces blogs rather than saying your threats and because again if you just change the certain pronouns it would give the twist away uh, but in a way that was written yeah that's, that's that's so all right i know i know you're known for your nerdy pit nitpicks but come yeah on. yeah come on well, i know that but i mean, I mean but again is, if you're it's a good i'm not saying it's uh, that's my misgiving thing that's a good twist still but i'm just saying they're saying but i'm just saying that the way he kind of did it he had to kind of fudge a little bit yeah. Um, in order to make it kind of work. That's legit. And, yeah. That's but I didn't think it was that much of a twist at all. I mean, I really didn't. There was no surprise that it was Jonah. I mean, because when you eliminate, when you, when mm-hmm. you eliminate people, and, and even then, I don't think Jonah's first instinct would have been to call for help. I mean, he and Norman were friends for how long? I mean, I, right. you know, I would think well, that he would address. After, after the 90s, I, I think that, that hmm, with how that spectacularly ended. Uh-huh. Right. or not yeah, but, he, but he had i mean but he still knew him i mean it wasn't like mm-hmm. still address him you know right norman what are you doing norman what is the meaning of this you know mm-hmm. uh norman you're out of your effing mind uh well, you know just so but uh but yeah i mean it was just once you eliminate who it couldn't be right you know, it, so to me, there was no twist at all I Especially mean, when you go to the, the wall, where like basically he's naming. Well, as soon as it's like, oh, what, what, whoever he names, whoever he says by name on that wall, that person is not the person he's kidnapped. Mm-hmm. So it's either going to be Jonah so, or be Mary. So, so Mary. P- Peter, what did you Peter think of the, the Mary Jane rejection of uh, Peter right there, where he, he saw the uh, the suit underneath the the shirt? I mean, that, as a Mary Jane fan, which you're one of the biggest ones I know, what did you think of that scene? Stupid. Just stupid. I mean, uh, I read mm-hmm. so many issues trying to go back into it, and Mary Jane has stated many times that she understands why Peter is Spider-Man. She supports why Peter is Spider-Man. Just go read Jerry Conway's Parallel Lives. You'll get mm-hmm. it right there. You'll get it right there. And there's so many other issues 
I think there was one in Sensational Spider-Man and Spec. Many issues have said, yeah, I get that you're Spider-Man. I get angry about it, but I'm still there. I'm, 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 I'm still there for you. And this scene plays out like, I can't love you. I, I do love you, but I don't like the fact that you're Spider-Man, which counteracts everything she said in the past. Mm-hmm. And if they're going with continuity issues here, especially mm-hmm. with Norman, uh, one of the things is when she when Spider-Man goes out the window, how come Spider-Man's spider sense didn't go out that Norman's watching him? Because he's got the Carnage symbiote. Yeah, but that goes Because the symbiotes do not trigger his spider sense. Right, but they should also be vulnerable to fire and sonic <laughs> I know, but no, but so. no, but that's always been the case with the symbiote thing. But yeah, I, I know what you think. But again, about the Mary Jane stuff. <laughs> Um, there's been like, this is like what the third different reason that they've come up with now that why they can't be together first was, Oh, well, we can't be together because I want to, I be, I put my family in danger and, you know, or that, and we can't fair. be together because well, we can't be together because I want to have a normal life. And now it's like, Oh, we can't be together because I, I'm worried. I don't want to stay up all night worrying if whether or not you come home, even though I dated a firefighter with the same name as you what? and blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> why 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 just i i get that i i don't know i, I mean i'm guessing slot doesn't really like the character i get that mm-hmm. and I, i'm sure there's a whole bunch of editorial mandate out there that states you know, oh yeah there spider-man can't uh <laughs> spider-man can't be married because mm-hmm. it makes him look uh, uh too old okay and uh spider-man you know the Joe Quesada even said, well, we didn't want uh, uh, Peter to be married. And his whole point is not for him to start dating on the women. But right after one more day, brand new day, first page, he's kissing some girl at the race. Right. Uh-huh. And Quesada, Quesada mm-hmm. even said in the New York Post that that was on purpose as a – and this was his exact words, reality slap. Mm-hmm. Long-time yeah. reader. So here's the thing about Quesada. Quesada is full of crap. Mm-hmm. And then Quesada was saying anything that could pop into his head for him to be able to justify what he did, what mm-hmm. he did in yep. one more day. So anytime, you know, people bring up, oh, no, it ages the character. These are all tired. The, the, the best one was, oh, no, it, it cuts off too much story potential. The only <laughs> story potential you lose with a married Peter is Peter stoops some random girl. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, wasn't, which wasn't in Peter's characterization. That's all. And mm-hmm. so every bit of it was disingenuous. It was all done. It was all done because mm-hmm. of Joe Quesada's ego. And I remember even back then, uh, after it, it, it was so unpopular right at the get-go, they were talking to fans, and Buckley and Quesada were talking to fans at a con. I think it was at the New York Comic Con. And and Buckley put all of the blame on Mary Jane. Mary Jane's the one who made the deal. And I'm like, no, nah, Haas. And Buckley, Buckley also said that there was no religious overtones to the entire thing. They were trying to get away from the whole Mephisto as the devil thing. I say, you, you can't shake the devil's hand and pretend that you're mm-hmm. getting there, boss. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they, they, they have used so many weasel words and they have, mm-hmm. they have spoken in such bad faith about all of this that you can't point back to, well, Quesada said, no, Quesada was saying anything to try to justify what he did based on right. his personal preference. Well, and so they're still just, and they're still trying to justify it now because there's the only oh, yeah. reason. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's just, they, they, they know that people don't like one more day, but, and they know that people would rather have, you know, 
most people would have the marriage back or them in, or Mary Jane Peter in some kind of relationship. But no, they have to justify their de- has to editorial has to justify so their decision. Here, so they have my, to keep making excuses for it. My question yeah. for you, because yeah. in this issue, uh, we we have Norman relearning that Peter is Spider Man, mm-hmm. and that is an homage to Amazing Thirty Nine. Where where he he discovers Spider Man is uh, Peter Parker, mm-hmm. so that's Slot doing an homage. Do you think Mister Slot in issue number eight hundred is going to do an homage to one twenty one and kill Mary Jane by no. by the same no. person? No, no. I'll, I'll tell you who we will probably will kill in this. In who this, in this talk. Um, I've seen people suspect he will kill Flash Thompson. As anti, you know, because he's, he's you know, definitely killing somebody. Slot wants to go out and be like, oh, "I'll be forever known for the because, he, his ego's too big to not do." What? That. Because think about it though, because anti, because anti Venom, Agent Anti Venom is the only one now who can actually stop Carnage, and you can tell, you can see Flash kind of say, "It's time for me to go down swinging," and he'll basically <laughs> kill. He'll basically do that, and he'll basically sacrifice himself. What a notice, notice oh. that they're not even talking about Flash in any of the any of this other stuff. We don't see him in the, any, but. Also, the other person I think will die will be Norman. This will be the way for Slot to really go out and basically say, hey, we're going to kill off the Green Goblin for good. And uh, I still uh, there's a part of me that thinks that he's going to he's going to tote out um, Carly. Mm, maybe. Is he going to throw Carly Cooper off a bridge? I, I think no, uh, he's not getting rid, rid of Carly. Here's the, they got rid of Carly because Carly was so unpopular. Yes, right. Yeah, and 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 rather than kill her off because she is named after Joe Quesada's daughter, mm-hmm. they shuffled her out of the scene. Rather than kill yeah. her off because they can't kill her off because it's the boss's daughter. But mm-hmm. you know, but at the same time, they know everyone else except the the boss hates her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they're not going to kill her. They're they're not. Maybe after Quesada's gone someday. Flash Thompson, but they're not going to kill her. Guess though. I, oh, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I like them. I I'll be yeah. honest. I could I could see them trying to kill off Mary Jane because think about it. The last time that they really wanted Peter single before mm-hmm. one more day, they tried to kill her off. Mm-hmm. Yep, and yep. it was mm-hmm. so damn unpopular that they mm-hmm. were forced to bring her back. Well, right. I mean, the two people that did not want to kill her, apparently, in the editor. Oh, yeah. Mackie and Byrne did not want to kill her. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, that's Mackie- why Byrne did what he did. Remember, Byrne said that's why I, later on, Byrne said that's why he drew like the door but, of the plane. But do you think if, if, if uh, Slot had his way, do you think he would try to have his death of Gwen Stacy be the death of Mary Jane? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Slot's ego is that big. Yeah. Yeah. But the only thing is that that would be just too on the nose and too obvious. I know what this it is. Doesn't matter. There's no place. Yeah. Grab but, at. You, this is the same guy. <laughs> yeah. This is the same guy that tried yeah. to. Seriously. Guy, seriously. There's, this is the mm-hmm. guy, the same guy that tried to retcon night when Stacy died. Mm-hmm. That's true. But, I mean, but, but here's the thing though. There's a reason why flash is obviously in here in this part of this thing. Why we had that flash Thompson scene. Yeah. He's definitely going to be, he's definitely a, um, a Chekhov's gun in this thing. And, Honestly, you know what yeah. I think with that, that that whole thing is is Flash is going to save Spider Man's ass. Oh, sure he is, and that's why Flash I think is probably could potentially die in this arc because JR, that would, that JR, would be who's, who's Nick, Norman taken out? Well, isn't Mary Jane on the cover of the uh, yet again well, Amazing well, Spider Man number one? When uh, hang on though, hang on. Consider this though. All Spencer has said is that Mary Jane will be there 
mm-hmm. with a with a new interest. He could be talking about her funeral. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm just putting that out there. I, here's the thing. I mean, I I hate to say those things, but this is Marvel in its slot, and this is what these people do now. They mm-hmm. they the only like to them like the greatest PR they can do is to piss fans off. There's a good question from Joshua Nelson on the YouTube chat. If Slot did kill off Mary Jane, would you guys stop reading the books? Yes. yes. Oh, everybody. I think that, that would they, they would probably um, you would have to get new panels. Be a lot of mass. Well, yeah, there would be mass exodus and uh, in terms of like not just uh, you know pretty much all across the board because we've seen the thing is we've seen what happens when they try to kill off Mary Jane. I mean, that's when you had. You know that was at the lowest point that the book we thought that sales did. Jr., you remember that? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Yep, there was anger. Would, over that. Now here's here's Real the thing anger. though: Would Marvel would want to risk doing that again, knowing what what this what the uh, sales estimates are on the book right now? Yeah, that's. I think no. we would you totally did. do that. Yeah. Hmm. I totally. Okay. I, don't I totally. So. I totally do. All right. Here, we, because we, I, I think of Quesada's mind. I think Quesada's Quesada. I think part of him is still angry that we didn't see his genius. Mm-hmm. With one more day and omit that we didn't all recognize that we were watching an opera from a, from a maestro. Uh, mm-hmm. So I do think there's that part of it. But on the other part of it, yeah, I, I think Waseda would look at it and say, well, if they, it, it's been 10 years, they still haven't gotten over it. We're just going to get rid of her. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I totally think Joe Waseda is capable of that completely. 100%. We, we have discussed this one. We need to go on to a book. That well is even more controversial, Peter. You've got uh, Spec Three Hundred on this one. Yes, I do. <laughs> oh, he, looks so, he he looks so relaxed, aka so excited to be able to have to do this freaking book. Oh man, this book, man. Go ahead, Peter. Spectacular Spider-Man number three hundred, written by Chip Zdarsky and does the arts. So we find Peter in a jar of pickled peppers as he's completely nailed to the concrete on the streets by this giant arm robot that the Tinker has created. And I believe this is the deadly of foals of Spider-Man surrounding him along with an Iron Man villain guest star. Because we can't have a Spider-Man book without an Iron Man guest star, right? That's true. Mm-hmm. Superior foes, by the way. <laughs> Peter's down, and um, Shocker's about to, you know, lay into him, like blast him out of that, kill him, and whatnot. And all of a sudden, bam! Hawkeye fires an arrow right at Shocker's uh, little hand things, and Peter saved by Hawkeye. Now, wow. to give you a little recap, the Tinker has taken down all the superheroes' high tech. Uh, Gadgetry means means Iron Heart's down, Vision's down, Black Panther's suit is down. You know, it's just the villains whose amped up suits are going to work. But luckily, Hawkeye has uh, just a regular bow and arrow and uh, takes care of it. Then Johnny Storm comes in and uh, flushes all the villains away to give Spidey some breathing room. And then, because he just had a new movie coming out, Black <laughs> Panther now. <laughs> Without a suit, no high tech whatsoever, goes in there and takes out this giant tinkier robot with one punch, like or bam, or I think, uh, yeah, it's no, actually, it's an arrow going into one of the technicals that's holding Spider-Man down. Yeah, with no suit. Yeah, no powers. Just, just being a badass because you know. 
she's got a movie. So they to show himself. And then right there, Peter's free. Spider-Man can breathe again, but now Whiplash is there, and he's about to, uh, you know, slice Ironheart in half. And Spider-Man does save her and gets her out of the way. But unfortunately, he is thrown and right through a window. And Peter does the sensible thing by apologizing to that window because, you know, he broke that window's hearts pretty little. Sorry, window. Sorry, window. I'm going to Apple. (laughs) God, that's terrible. Oh, my uh, God. Brad, just stop. Just stop. Since it's already stopped here, let me, let me, this is why. (laughs) I thank God that that I was writing in chat and didn't hear anything. And and I'm glad. This is why I was so irritated with when I'm saying slot has too much control over how Spider-Man's going. This could easily have been an amazing Spider-Man. He he's getting saved by Black Panther and by Hawkeye. Hawkeye. I mean, this, this is he Fire set the stage. Punk. It's going to take us years to get out of this crap. I agree. It, the, the, the wimpy Spider-Man is contagious, mm-hmm. like clones. <laughs> <laughs> So now, this is a uh, character that, that that used to beating teams of X Men was Tuesday, <laughs> <laughs> and he could beat a former Herald of Galactus. He could beat Juggernaut, and now he needs people to save him. He needs T'Challa to do one punch, and he's up. Now he runs off and lets MJ fight the the big bad villain. Now he <laughs> runs off and lets other people fight Doctor Octopus before he can come back and. Do- it's not the same character. It's laughable, he man. It is so bad. It is so bad. I hate to bring you all down with my negativity. Yeah, <laughs> damn it. I know without me here that the positivity would apparently just increase. <laughs> so much oozed out of our pores. Yeah. So, yeah. Peter, we're, we're with Spider-Man and Ironheart. We're with Spider-Man and Ironheart, and she can't get out of his, uh, her suit. Uh, she tells Peter, you know, the right button to push to get her out of the suit. Control, alt, delete, get yeah. out. Yeah, and exactly. That's exactly what happens. And then uh, Peter finally figures out that the Tinkerer and his brother are working together due to all the phones being hacked and untraceable. All the same thing. He finally puts two and two together. So he has to get back and save his sister, non-sister, Teresa. And Ironheart, uh, is her name Rary Williams? Yeah, Riri. Yeah, I don't follow her. Um, Peter says, "No, you stay here. You're too young. I don't want you to fight. Whatever. Why not? I'll go take care of this." And Riri says, "No, I'm not doing that." Uh, Her phone that she has turns into an iron hard glove, and she's about to go pound some, you know, with the rest of the superheroes and take care of all the villains. While Spider-Man runs away to go take save his sister, non-sister. So then. We get to the Tinker's lab where she's about to do, uh, you know, (laughs) pure comics, extract Avenger and extract superhero and supervillain data from her bloodstream. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let me say that again. Data from her bloodstream. (laughs) It's almost as if he doesn't know how, how biology and or information work. (laughs) <laughs> guys seem shocked maybe that help you out but that gets interrupted by this new character named uh, Mitz who's an ancient mm-hmm. Mitz who's, he's part of the Grey Blade and 
what they do is uh, they this Renegade Shield Division. Yep. So he's going to go in there to get Teresa to get her back because she's mm. a player. So that's going on, and then <laughs> Tinker jumps in his uh, Total Recall Robo Bro. <laughs> and, uh, after that, he turns into this giant silver monster, who kind of almost looks like Silvermane, mm-hmm. and uh, continues to take on uh, Agent Minson's uh, dronies and cronies and whatnot. So he's about to lay into it when Spider-Man shows up and about to hit the robot with a car. That mm-hmm. panel is awesome, isn't it? That's one yeah, of the best things awesome. in, the, in the book. That's a great-looking panel. Yeah, it is. Because like, I'm about – Spider-Man says, because I'm going to be – because it's going to be pretty cool once uh, he stops the dinger and then smashes that car right on him. And the funny part that I love about this is that it's James' car. Yeah, I think that's awesome. <laughs> New weapon. Yeah. One, of the da- one of the rare things in this book I liked, that, that scene. Mm-hmm. I love that scene. That, that was, was awesome. I well agree. But then we get back to, you know, a crap story. Yeah. <laughs> destroy the machines. Uh, Spider-Man says to Jameson, and that will fix everything. That will make sure this data doesn't get out. So that's exactly what uh, J. Jonah Jameson and Betty Brandt do because they're heroes now. You know, they have to go take care of this while Spider-Man takes care of the Tinker's robot. As the fight continues, uh, Tinker's about to get away because Tinker says, "You're too, you're you're far too late, Spider-Man." Hint, hint. There's something coming up. He gets away, but is stopped by Ironheart, who basically says, "Oh, shut up." <laughs> Ironheart is basically saying what us fans want to say to this dialogue: "Just shut up, shut up." So, within a, just a few more panels, uh, Spidey's pals show up. It's a, it's, it is a Spider-Man book, so there are team ups, and they take care of. Uh, all the deadly foes of Spider-Man, including Whiplash. Then, all of a sudden, like straight out of a Steven Spielberg movie, <laughs> comes a spaceship. Yeah. yeah. A oh, an intricate-looking spaceship. Half of Manhattan. Yeah. And no one can figure out why it's there until the tinker says, ah, you see, I told you you were in trouble. Apparently, uh, the Tinker made friends with a scout alien robot, <laughs> like ET. Seriously, it's they it's became so really good friends. Hum. They were going to picnics together, walk, walk, walk <laughs> the park. They were tinkering together. Comic books. They rode their ten speeds together. <laughs> some ice cream. <laughs> but then all of a sudden, that's ruined when Tinker returns to his lab and finds out that it's completely on fire that's it like someone burned it up he blames it on the super people the super the villains the supers did this but unfortunately in that fire are the notes on how to stop these aliens that are now arriving on earth hmm. so going more into a flashback no go, don't worry guys i'm almost done i'm almost done no uh, it's not you it's a script <laughs> <laughs> i'm trying Gosh. to get through this um Tinker decides he wants his friend back, so he's going to make uh, that same type of artificial intelligence in these uh, cell phones mm-hmm. that he's giving out to villains. So Spider-Man yells at him for that. You shouldn't have done that, but it's, it is what it is. 
and both Johnny Jameson, uh, Teresa, and Spider Man are trying to figure out how to stop these aliens because it's death. Death is coming. Death. There is no. There is no savior unless Doom shows up. Let's introduce another character, please. Yeah. This book needs it. Has shown up. And the only way, because Spider-Man gets this bright idea, like right away when Doom shows up. The only way to stop (laughs) this is to get the notes that the Tinkerer made, but they were destroyed in the fiber. So we need to get a DeLorean and go 88 miles (laughs) per hour back in time. Because Doctor Doom, he's Doctor Doom, and he has a time machine that Spider Man can borrow. <laughs> Peter, it's your kids. <laughs> it's your kids. It's your kids, Peter. Don't 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 ever do that again, Brad. <laughs> ever. <laughs> you need, if you need a more, if you need a, a Doc Brown, I can provide that for you. I, I gave you Doc Brown. I gave you Peter Brown. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay, go back. Uh, so live at Doctor Doom's lab, and uh, Doctor Doom is making the calculations to light speed or time. God <laughs> knows what else. Maybe he's using his Easy Bake Oven. I don't know. But the time coordinates are in. And only Wait, Easy Bake Oven, is this a clone story? <laughs> oh! <laughs> Wait, back up. Did I miss a, did I miss vital clone thing? <laughs> I got this really bad itch right now. <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. So well, Do- Dr. Doom uh, you know, sends uh it looks like Jameson, uh Spidey and Teresa back in time. They're gonna go back in time. While he's uh takes care of all these alien robots that just showed up and the human torches there. But the thing is that uh, once they went back in time, Doc, uh, Dr. Doom's uh, time machine broke. It, it, it blew up. Yeah. Um, guys, don't get too you know emotional <laughs> yeah. about it. What do, you, what do you want to bet when we come back from the, the time adventure in spec, uh, J. Jonah Jameson's not going to remember who Spider-Man is. Who thinks Beck's even going to be around after next? Yeah, exactly. I'm, I'm dead serious. Go back to a number one by this time. Yeah. Uh, so what? What's your grade on this this first story, Peter? It's 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 a D. I'm giving it D. I mean, the Jameson car smashing was great, but the rest, no, no. Who no. else read? Who else read the book, George? I know well, you wait, did not. More. Oh, I know. I we'll, we'll do the Black Cat okay. review in just a second. Let's go around. Who who read it? Mike, you did? Yep. Okay, what's your grade, Mike? Uh, about the same. Yeah, <laughs> D. Uh, Mark, what's your grade? D. Uh, Jor, I mean, uh, JR. It's a D. Zach, did you read it? Yes. Okay. And F. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, D minus out of me. I don't think you can get. I think the art saved it, and that yeah. one scene saved it. But mm-hmm. I agree. I, I have. I really have no idea what's going on in this book. Oh this, no! This, this, this I, book is okay. This this book is just overly bloated with bullshit. Oh yeah, he's um, a good editor to trim these characters out and get up. <laughs> good, <laughs> good editor. I like the Kirby, we don't have I like the Kirby hand there. They're they're yeah, very they little point. They don't they don't hire editors anymore. Yeah. Oh no, like they need to. Like there's so much fat on this. 
it's okay. Like, it's like a it's like a really bad fever dream. Brad wants to put this issue on a treadmill. <laughs> no more no more hostess drop cakes for you, spectacular. <laughs> See, here's the thing. It goes from an ordinary it goes from this regular Spider-Man story that's okay, it's making the tinker kind of a viable thread, that's fine. And then it veers off into Independence Day and then goes borrows the plot from the Terminator movies. Pretty much, and with, now with it's, a, with a little uh, total recall sprinkled with a little total recall awful. thing on top of that. It's just like awful. you you you're just like what what the heck? It's like and all, yeah, like literally goes oh you almost like the dull joke and says and then this guy just randomly shows up. It's like oh there's Doctor Doom. It, it, it's, 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 it's I said this last, Marshall. I said this last month. It's like. Uh, Zadarsky's like, this is my only time to write Spider-Man with other heroes. I'm going to shove as many in many the as sandwich as I can. I don't care if they are necessary or not. I'm just going to shove it till it doesn't. I, I, I'm really, not I, I really think it's like, it, from what everything I'm hearing, it's like Zadarsky knows he's not going to be writing it that much mm-hmm. longer. Oh, like, and, this and, is his one shot, and he's he putting it all he's got. And how much it all he's got, Captain. And how much you want to bet when they do this little time travel thing in the next couple issues, it's going to be Spider-Man and pals who actually set the fire to the Tinker's lap. All right, you're you're calling it right now because the way because if there's a key because there's a key thing that Doom says in this thing he says well given the given all the times people traveled back in time and you know messed up the time stream um you cannot your actions cannot change the your past your actions the past cannot change the present so they stay basically taking the lost rules of time travel where whatever happened happened. So they're going to do like a whole he's going to do a whole thing where it's going to be like a total time loop type thing where they inadvertently cause the the thing where they cause the fire and yeah, everything. It's like a loop. Yeah, it's you know, it's going to happen. Yeah. Peter, what is your biggest pro or con out of this book? Well, my con is really the entire book. It's a Marvel team. Up. I shut him down with that whole time loop. It's explanation. Look, look, at, look at George. Look at poor George. He's just <laughs> nodding. You're right, George. George, you need to So the whole book is the con. <laughs> That's what we're getting from the reviewer. Uh, I would agree with it, too. Uh, the Black Cat story, however, was a lot better, Peter. You're missing the best pro of the whole book. Oh, what was it, Mark? The fact that the whole origin of the Tinker is about that he was an alien and working with aliens. And then they switched it that, no, it wasn't an alien. You know, and now they're bringing yeah. it all back. This, yeah. This, back the, with the aliens. this is, this is an incredibly bad fever dream. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's awful. This is it's just awful. Like, but this, this, this is got drunk at a creator summit. A you guys, you know, we give slot a hard time, but this <laughs> slots, slot stories are what better is, than this. Why Shakespeare compared to this? <laughs> like, would you not agree? Story caused this. Slot stories, stories caused this? this? Yeah. You know, they're, 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 they're now, wait a minute. They're, 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 they're indistinguishable. They're both bad fan fiction. <laughs> let, 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 let's, slot let's, stories are not as bad as this. I'll this, give you that. This is slot stories set up the Marvel team up, and the slot stories set up the Spider-Man can't save himself. We've had this from 10 years with the only and the main Spider-Man title. This is the Spider-Man now. Kirby Hand, I, I understand that. From a certain perspective, Kirby. yes. Oh God, stop doing that. That's that's terrifying. Um, sorry, Mark, that was mean. Um, <laughs> mine breaks my camera if I do that. So, um, no. I, I, the thing is, is is at least with slot, the 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 plots are 
somewhat comprehensible. Yeah. So incomprehensible. It's like yes. it's like a six year old wrote it because it's like it's like Billy Mays wrote this book. But wait, there's more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. For e- three easy payments, you can understand this plot. Exactly. There is oxyclean. Yeah. We you need oxyclean. I I need an oxyclean to clean this taste out yes. of my brain. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. so bad, and I can't get too loud because I got a two year. I got a three year old in the, in the other mm-hmm. room. She so. just aged. Just reading this book <laughs> lord uh by the way i just noticed this george this looks like elvis i'll think i'll thank you very much and also kirby hands uh, no elvis yeah. El- elvis did this didn't he do this yeah i mean yeah like on stage you know but, oh, okay but, okay let's not talk about this one okay about. okay this is hey, not the elvis uh, peter, peter take us through the the black cat story which was uh, a much, much better story. Yes, it was. Uh, I'm not really sure what's going on with Black Cat because I haven't been reading her. But she's in this, uh, what looks like to be a penthouse with all these goods. I, I believe they're her goods. And they're trying to pay off uh, Tombstone, I believe. Mm-hmm. So one stock says, hey, we can uh, you know, sell this ring, which, which Felicia just takes the ring from his hand and you know, knees him in the nards. <laughs> wow, I haven't heard that since I saw Monster Squad. <laughs> nerds, man. Old man's got nerds. The, the freaking month. So, uh, this <laughs> ring has a special uh, special purpose to Felicia. And we get back to it, and they're having a flashback. And we see a flashback with Spider Man chasing the black cat through the rooftops. Yeah, like back in the good old days. Back in the good old days. Now, I, I'm assuming that this uh, flashback is like before, you know, like right right when they just met. Like 194-ish in the yeah. 70s, mm-hmm. yeah. So, uh, uh, Black uh, Spider-Man's chasing her, and they have the usual cat uh, banter, you know, cat-mouse banter going on. And I guess the diamond that she stole, she takes it out, and she does the most thing we never, ever seen her do. Is that she proposes to Spider-Man right there? Will you marry me? Which is uh, kind of like an homage to what's going on in Batman. Yeah, yeah, so it's deliberately cribbed from that. Actually, yeah. <laughs> hey Batman, we, we know what you're doing. Look look what we did. <laughs> we, 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 we have a proposal right here, and will you marry me right there? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But this is just black. I wish Ashley was on the show so we could hear her reaction to this story, too. She probably squealed. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. This uh, Spider-Man's distracted by this. Like, what? What's happening? And then right away, she just scratches him right on the legs. Like, bam, right there. Knocks him down. And he's like, ow, my legs and my feelings. (laughs) See, that was funny. So, Well, you know, I mean, spider sense, but whatever. She, <laughs> she mentions that. Yeah, she takes that account. Takes a lot of distraction to overcome that spider sense of yours. Exactly. To overcome. Okay. <laughs> it's the a mouth. sensory. It's a sensory thing, but you can overcome it. The mount, the what sure. Her costume. I, I'm surprised that the ring was the distraction instead of her costume. True, that costume. Mm-hmm. My heavens. And so, she just says it's just sentimental nonsense. Most of what I just have to have and. It's it's just a it's a nice heartwarming story. Isn't you know. it funny? How many pages is this story? One, two, three, four, five. Uh, 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 five five, uh, uh, five uh, uh, pages. Were it, it's 
so much it's, better than the bloated. This, this spinoff story is better than the the whole mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, the whole thing. The you know what also issue. was better was the cover montage of of spec for the last three hundred issues. Yeah. That was amazing. <laughs> I enjoyed w- looking at those covers, and I did reading the main. Story. I was about to say that was my one pro of this book was those covers. <laughs> well, we haven't heard from you, Jr. What was what was your thoughts on that main story? By the way, that confusing well, story. Um, you know, it's one of those things that if, for example, uh, we were to find out that there was a, a hard drive crash with the rest of the story. And it was permanently lost and would never be resumed. And we would never, we would never know what happened. I would be perfectly fine with that. <laughs> You're saying if this never got resolved, like, uh, like facade. facade this, yeah. Yeah, please let this be. I would story. rather facade be resolved. I mean, if you ask me which one I cared about most being resolved, facade would be it. I mean, <laughs> Yeah. What, what, what did when they were go you confused? They'll solve that too. Were you as confused as I was, Jr. Well, I don't know, Brian. I think that's a relative thing. Your state of confusion—that's <laughs> already really high, John. Yeah, uh, <laughs> but no, I but but no, I don't know what's going on. Me neither. I mean, I really don't. I mean, it's it's it's. I, I the I don't. <laughs> I, don't I got no fifties or nineteen ninety nine nine. Yep. It's like, yep. In, like in it's like when is it's like yeah it's the E T thing or whatever the tinker <laughs> finds a buddy from space. What? No <laughs> idea. It's like no, no wait idea. a minute that's not the tinker. How much did I mean, we the, pay for this book? How much is this? Uh, how much did we? It's going to be less than we're going yeah, to pay for. I was about to say, how much? Eight hundred. Six bucks. <laughs> we paid six bucks for it to be confused. Yeah, I'm at not least getting, it's not. I, at least it's I, not ten dollars. <laughs> like, hey, swell cover. <laughs> yeah. The cover it doesn't even do it for me. The um, the 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 variant, the Alex Ross homage to Spec One from the magazine was a better cover. But anyway, mm-hmm. you got me distracted by covers, there, Texas. Uh. <laughs> All right. Another reason I'm I'm damn sure not paying ten dollars. Buy number eight hundred. Did y'all also notice that on three different pages of this five page story, there's a little Chip Sadarsky and Goran, uh, what's his name, Tarlo Parlov, uh, little box. Yeah, yeah they, they are. They, 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 they yeah. sign their signature several times in the pages. Mm-hmm. I wonder if this was meant to be some sort of goodbye. I don't. I, I was trying to figure that. that oh, like some kind of an auction, like like a special, like auction, like like specialty piece, art pieces, yeah. like they could hang on people's walls or something. Uh, maybe. So, real yeah. quick, this has been a long show. Uh, we're gonna, uh, re- Zach. You probably got to go first. So, you want to briefly take catch us up on Scarlet Spider? What's going on? Last I read it, <laughs> real quick. What George just left. So. Uh, the, the the slingers came back. Yeah, slingers came back. Uh, the slingers yeah. returns. Um, Peter uh, David writing it. Peter David's been writing it. Uh, Will Sliney uh, did the slingers arc. Um, I love how George went to go piss right now and uh, <laughs> or, or bake cookies with some flour. <laughs> I, I, I can't. I can't continue to do gestures. I'm sorry. Uh, <laughs> the Douglas filter won't let me. I'm so sorry. Uh, all the all the middle finger emojis to all of you. Uh, well, only Brad. Sorry, not all of you. Um, no, I, I th- here's the thing that's going on with with Ben Riley. They they've they've brought in the Slingers, and the Slingers are um, the, imp- the the nineties team book that was uh, spilled out of um, Identity Crisis. When Peter, yeah, Trump. Identity Crisis. Yeah, I will on a minute. 
Sorry, interruption, interruption stage to the left. Um, so basically, um, <sighs> they they bring in um, uh, Cassandra Mercury's been this been this mogul, and the black um, and, and the slingers come in, and and, and due to the um, Hornet getting killed during the uh, Wolverine um, Enemy of the Estate arc. Um, the black, so they bring in uh, Hornet, and and it's revealed to be the Black Marvel, and so it's really not exactly what he seems. And um, Ben and and the Slingers end up beating the crap out of the of the Black Marvel, and um, basically shenanigans occur. Eventually, um, Kane and Ben uh, fight alongside each other, which is this, this is the first time they've actually done this as a uh, as is both heroes. So. Um, Kane has been hanging out at the Veterans Center, um, kind of sleeping there, and and so it, it was about to be shut down, and and basically Kane uh, extorts Cassandra Mer- Mercury out to get the to save that Veterans uh, the Veterans Center, and, and the check was it was that. So that's how uh, that's how that arc ended. Uh, we yeah. then go to the the latest issue, which was 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 a Bad to the Bone Part one, uh, fourteen, which was Bad to the Bone Part one of one. Mm-hmm. Um, it starts off with the, the two cops busting in. Um, and uh, a hippo creating a giant hole in the wall. Um, we cut back to the to the uh, Veterans Center, and then uh, Ben Riley, dressed in a ski mask, visits the uh, the Las Vegas home, a uh, retirement home of uh, Quentin Beck, the uh, man known as Mysterio. Hmm. So, um, hippo shows up. Shenanigans kind of occur. There's a little bit of humor. Uh, Kane f- ends up fighting a hippo, which is kind of humorous. But uh, Ben Ben's, uh, ties Quentin Beck to a chair, and actually, um, at one point, he goes, "Dude, I died. I went to hell the whole nine yards, and I can't take it anymore. I actually died, and now I just want to have a good life. That's all he wants." Well, you'll never understand that. And Ben's like, "Be amazed what I can understand," because of course, Ben has died twenty-seven times. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> in George Berryman's all-time favorite issue of Amazing Spider-Man. <laughs> Um, it, it, it inspired me to, to to put pen to paper, and by paper I mean napkin at the IHOP, and, <laughs> and write down that list, that fantastic list of 101 ways for Ben. Yeah, you know, what I use that, you know what I use that list to do? I can't say on the show. Yeah. You, you, you wiped. That yeah. list that's on a computer monitor? <laughs> I, yes, I, I, put it I put it off the list. That's funny. Sir. So. Um, is 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 Scarlet the book that you like? Would you recommend it? I mean, it it got better after issue seven, I think. It, it took seven issues to get going, but yeah. and I'm shocked that we're at fourteen. Um, unfortunately, it's going to suffer from the same syndrome that any and all Peter David Spider Man written books suffer, and that is that it will be drugged into a freaking crossover known as Damnation with Doctor Strange and um, Joe Mephisto. Casada's favorite character, Mephisto. Yeah. So we'll see if. Um, Suppose people were asking, "Oh, is 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 it going to recognize Ben Riley?" And everybody's like, "You'll see." Oh, our uh, our old buddy Enigma sent me a uh, a message uh, on our uh, message board. Sent me a private message saying, "Apparently, Quesada has set his sights to ruin uh, Captain Marvel next." <laughs> yeah, Whatever. He's, yeah, he's going to be illustrating that. Whatever keeps him off Spider Man, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, the the the. Um, we'll see what happens. Uh, th- th- this is actually wrapping up a plot thread that um, David, Peter David had during um, his friendly neighborhood run, which is impressive. Yeah, the Mysterio yeah. stuff. Yeah, Mysterio stuff. Yeah, um, 
um, and, and tying it into this damnation thing. Uh, we'll see what happens. Uh, I'm not looking. I I will not be reviewing the damnation storyline. I will only be da- reviewing the tie-ins. So yeah. if you want to see more, check it out on the first firm page. I, I give it. I, I think I gave it three stars on the website. Uh, it's What's not, that? A C? Uh, yeah, a C. I mean. Uh, the, the what drug this one down? Uh, this was a lot of fun. I know I kind of glossed over some stuff, but there were some fun aspects. I mean, the hippo, the hippo subplot was kind of hilarious. Yeah. Um, if but, you haven't read Scarlet Spider Seven, where he talks to Death, and Death is Death is Death is confused by why he keeps dying twenty seven <laughs> times. Like he's that was just a great book. I I thought mm-hmm. that just turned the whole series around for me. Mm-hmm. The, literally and, and unfortunately, and look, I like Will Sliney um, a lot, but to me, he's not Mark Bagley. Um, Mark Bagley was, was was such a great artist um, that they ended up wasting him on Venom, and then they turn around and, and then waste uh, <coughs> Ryan Stegman on Venom um, on, with the new number one. Um, I would have much rather see like Bagley and Stegman on Amazing Spider-Man, but honestly. Um, the, the 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 what drug this book down this particular issue fourteen was the fact that there was not good artwork. Yeah, um, it, it it felt like a really bad and I hate whoever's doing these covers. I like, agree. They're they're Whoa. Covers cover these Brad covers. Like? These covers are not good. They're terrible. Mm-hmm. These covers do not sell a book that's me- not selling well. Mm-hmm. Like that doesn't make you want to run out and get it. I mean, I agree. I, I mean, the mm-hmm. the covers are just freaking. Awful. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, and to, to quote Steve Wacker, uh, they're not for you. <laughs> <laughs> ASM 611 will forever be known as no the doubt. The book Wacker. not for you. So, this uh, phone book is not for you. Is anybody besides myself and Zach reading Scarlet Spider? Nope. Why would we? Why would <laughs> Well, you guys are Spider Man fans. I'm, I'm reading yeah. the Spider Man fans, not Ben Riley. Ben Riley's not, not Spider Man. What, Mark? <laughs> I'm reading them six months late on the Spider oh, Marvel, Marvel Unlimited. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so we've also got a real quick a Venom update with uh, Mike Poison X. Yes, oh, that, that girl is poison. Never trust a big button smile. It's an epic five-part story arc that contains that contains three out of four of George's favorite things. And those three are Venom, uh, Symbiotes, and the X-Men. <laughs> not the, uh, the X-Men that we all love. No, no. This is the teenage, time-displaced, original five versions of the X-Men, but not really because they're from an alternate universe. It's complicated. Wow, the only thing uh, that can make that worse is Ultimate <laughs> Spider-Man and Moreland showing up. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Don't worry. They don't do They don't. Tell us how yet. this one circled the drain before it went down. Uh, <laughs> okay, so the whole thing is that the Star Jammers, which are, you know, led by Corsair, you know, Cyclops. I thought Cyclops he was dead. I thought he was dead. They, get, no, they all no, get better, George. No, no, this is the teenage Cyclops we're talking about now. No, Corsair. Alive. Corsair is just, alive. That's the new trope, and X-Men is like, they kill somebody off, and then just bring them back as a teen? Yeah, pretty much, like an yeah. alternate version of them. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, so then, um, so the Star Jammers are basically kidnapped by five mercenaries wearing symbiotes, and you can tell that Cullen Bunn put a lot of thought and effort in the names of these villains, because the leader of this of this band of symbiote mercenaries, her name is Killer Thrill. <laughs> hmm. <What? laughs> Killer yes. Thrill. 
Killer thrill. Kills the thrill. That's for sure. Yeah. Then, yeah. Instead of thrill killer, it's killer thrill because he just little, did a little twist to reverse it. So, so then the X and so the so the teenage X so the so the teenage X Men they realize that oh my gosh we got to save Cyclops's daddy. So they turn to the symbiote expert Venom because hey he knows all about these symbiotes. And the symbiote, of course, is like he's all e- eager to go because it's like he wants to save his own own kind. But Venom's like, no, I know how this ends. It's just going to be another one of these. Everybody gets a symbiote stories. I do not want to get involved with another one of these things. I've already ran through two of these, but nope. He gets um, he gets dragged aboard. You get and, a symbiote. Uh, you get a symbiote. You get a symbiote. There's a point now during the Avengers point. There, Cyclops gets it's critically wounded, and. They then track down to see where these where this mercenaries got the symbiotes from, and they got it from another from a guy who was a black market dealer of symbiotes. And <laughs> wait, which which cyclops? <laughs> is this is this, uh, this bag cyclops or is this teenage? Can you, cyclops? Do you imagine the guy in the back alley, like you if you want to buy coat. a watch in a trench coat? Hey, you want to buy a? He symbiote? does have a trench coat. Actually. Oh, he does have a trench coat. <laughs> he also wears a cowboy uh. hat. Oh my and gosh. because all the bad, uh, because all the cool Star Wars names were taken, this guy's name is Hayes Manser. God damn! <laughs> oh my god! And this is Cullen Bunn. This is somebody who Brad used to crow about. Oh, I this like is- Cullen Bunn. Does some good stuff, but this doesn't sound like it. Okay, he so does some anyway, good Deadpool, and he did some great Magneto fight inside but, the no. warehouse with this Hayes Manser guy, and who kind of no recognizes the symbi- the Venom symbiote because he actually was trying to sell it before it kind of escaped um, somehow. And so, guess what happens? They All sound the like bad they- supporting characters on like uh, the uh, the Jack Death series. Uh, oh like yeah, cable movies. What is that? Uh, oh yeah, Tim Thomerson. Oh yeah, Prancer or something. What was Prancer, it called? That yeah, was it? I think yeah. David actually writes some of those. <laughs> but anyway, but what, what, what happens, happened? Mike? Okay, as you might have guessed, the five, the original, the X Men, they all get symbiotes bonded to them, so they all kind of have this little thing. But wait, there's more. Gets, there's more. There's a version of Craven who shows up. Who is kind of wearing like things thing called a poison, like called the like a po- called poisons, and poisons are supposed to be like even more evil versions of symbiotes. If you've right, guys read, if you've read Edge of Venom first going on, because there was like a thing. Where, yeah, it's, I read it. It's, it's, awful. it's it's yeah. So he shows up, and there comes a point where he infects the the symbiote um, mercenaries, and also Jean Grey. Who also because she's been bonded to symbiote, and so basically they get in a fight thing, and it looks like, and the way this supposedly works is as well as far as we concerned, the teenage version of Jean Grey is dead. There's nothing you can do. She's pretty much evil now, and so the new so the X Men so so the X Men are now down four members, and Venom's like basically, and guess what? This is going to lead into yet another. You get a symbiote arc because coming up is um, what was it? It was it's something called like not Venom verse, but like crap. The second serving, yeah, it's another Venom, <laughs> Venom story thing coming up, like another crossover event where everybody gets a symbiote. You know, oh my gosh, <laughs> in, coming this June. So yeah, it's warm, it's steamy, it's ready for you. It's yeah. Venom two. <laughs> the symbiote yeah. oh strike God. back. So is that is yeah. that it? Is that the book? Pretty much, yeah. You got five issues of this thing where basically everyone is like everyone gets a symbiote again. 
and just <laughs> so, so all the X Men got symbiotes. Well, temporarily. Everything being went. done with Venom is it, everything. <laughs> oh, I know. Said, from slot to anyone, it's all literally. It's the definition of hack work. <laughs> yeah, just being done to bilk you out of money, and it's working. Anyone who's paying yeah, for this, oh, you're part oh, of the problem. It's very you're obvious. The, the only reason they decided to do this arc was because one, Venom sales are low, and also X Men Blue sales are low because this is a crossover with X Men Blue. So they have the they have to basically like, hey, let's do another crossover to kind of build these things. So up. how can and we so- approve sales of this shitty title? Let's make it with this <laughs> shitty title. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> makes a lot of sense. It's, 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 it's like making a, a Reese's peanut butter cup out of bad tuna and horse. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> what would you call that? A crap, oh. a crap cup. A crap cup. <laughs> it's a crap cup. That's what this is. Oh my god! Oh, it's a crap cup. Oh. All right. So this leads into the another Venom series. Is that what you're saying? Of course yeah, it does. It, it does. It hey, does. Cool. Yeah. Venomized? Coming, coming this summer. Oh. Venomized. That would be it. Venomized. Oh. So it's Venomized is where all the heroes get a suit. So, These books are like herpes. Yeah, so, <laughs> so again, within the past couple of months, we've had like we're going to have like no less than four. <laughs> Of these stories in which we have a Venom, where everybody, you get a symbiote, you get a symbiote. I think all the podcast crew should get a symbiote. <laughs> yeah, pretty much at this point. Oh this called has been, you know. Uh, Bernardo said, I would not want a crap cup. That's no doubt, Bernardo. You don't want that, sir. <sighs> all right. So what was everybody's pros and cons of that? Symbiote bro, symbiote bro adds that all the symbiotes from the home world are all been stolen. So that's how they're going to explain how everybody's going to get a symbiote in the in Venomize. That's so. that's an interesting way to end this show. Um, let, <laughs> we'll take a couple questions with from... Crap uh, cups? With crap cups is how we're ending it. Uh, Enigma says, yes, George. At this point, the symbiote is like an STD. Yeah. <laughs> Enigma, it has been for a long time. Dude, you, know, you know, that's why you bag and board for protection. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Wrap it before you tap it, kids. And, uh, wrap it before you file it. Okay, so we'll take questions from the YouTube chatters. What would you like to hear or what would you like to ask our panelists? What would you like to hear? What would you like to hear? <laughs> Yo, I, go go ahead. You read it? No. I, oh. <laughs> what do you want to say, I'm glad Peter? to see you have better sense than that, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> I really have better sense than Georgia. If I can share my screen right now and give you guys a sneak peek at who's coming in for uh, uh, Spider-Man Gosplay on Monday, that will be published. Yes, yes. Yeah. Let's see that. P- Peter, wait, please, let's see that. Peter has been writing some great articles about uh, cosplayers. On the front page, if you haven't checked mm-hmm. it out, Spider-Man cosplay, very nice. You ready? Hit it! Whoa! Oh, my heavens! She's beautiful. Mary Jane. What is what mm-hmm. is the uh, cosplayer's name? Uh, I have to look it up. But... Oh. <laughs> I wonder if that's a wig or not. That, that is a wig. Yes. It looks oh, great. okay. She looks great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I also Peter's uh, made a uh, heart. I heart crawl space. Uh, thing revamped what i used to do at the conventions and had people hold these up and and if you want to take a selfie with this we'll share it on social media so just print off the image peter made that's cool when does that uh spider-man cosplay go up that goes uh that that one goes up on monday 
Oh, one. good. Looks I've, enjo- I've enjoyed. Uh, I have too. Uh, yeah, I've enjoyed it. Uh, the uh, that one, that first one. Uh, M. What was her name? M. Hola. The Mary Jane that hmm. already went up on the site. Right. I have. I have to use their handle names. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Vinkman on YouTube says Wowzers. I'm trying to remember mm-hmm. what her handle name was because her Instagram was really cool too. Yes, she had like a lot of really neat stuff on the Instagram. So hang on, let me see if I can pull it it's up cool. on the site because the name. Also, M M M C H U. Yeah, Peter's been wrote a going to do articles about uh, Mary Jane and Peter. He did a great article about the five minute story that Peter David did years ago. Mm-hmm. That was a good article, too. I actually had a suggestion for that, but Brad, we can talk about that. Okay. Uh, YouTubers, this is your last chance. Anything you'd like to say to us before we wrap it? Before we <laughs> wrap, wrap it? No. it? Before we wrap it. Wrap <laughs> it. There you go. That's not in my contract. <laughs> podcast. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's funny. Uh, are there any Joshua says, are there any carnage stories out there that you guys actually like? Because I plan on doing an overlooked gems piece on one in particular. Hmm. The, the very okay, first well, one, the first one is probably the best one of the mm-hmm, bunch. Yeah. Where he's busts out of prison, just on murdering. Mm-hmm. Uh, Robert says, are you looking forward to the Shazam movie? Yes. You are. I am. I don't know what no. I think of Zachary Levi in that costume. So I met Zach. He's a, he's a great guy. And I, really? He's built up. He did a podcast. Uh, Michael Rosenbaum, who played Lex Luthor on Smallville, mm-hmm. did a podcast, and he got interviewed. And it's it's really deep on these two actors. But um, Zach is actually built up. And if you've seen some of his work on Chuck, it's it, mm-hmm. think of Jam. I have seen all of Chuck. I have mm-hmm. watched season. You like that? It's great. And, it's a good show. Um, but if you think of Shazam, just think of Tom Hanks and Big. And mm. has that. Mm-hmm. that. It's very much. It's very much kind of like that kind of idea. Yeah, because he's literally coming. I just I literally can't, kind of became, he's literally a kid in a man in a man's body. I just can't build yeah. up that any more interest in the DCU. I just can't. It's it's so low energy. It's so. I'll see the Wonder Woman movies because, frankly, that's where the heart is in any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I mean, like uh, the craptastic Lex Luthor we're stuck with, yeah. that laughably bad Joker, the trying too hard Joker that we're stuck with. No, well, no, well, no. Josh, no. then I've got then I've got good news for you, then George, mm. because they are doing a Flashpoint movie, and the writers of that are supposedly the same guys who did Spider Man Homecoming. So no, yeah, like I said, gonna, the DC, like I said, DC. <laughs> Joshua Nelson asks, yeah. uh, "JR, I'm going to aim this to you. What if Slot kills Norman off again? Did he kill him off once before? Well, no, Norman died again. You know this. Oh, if, Nor- yeah, oh, the phrasing was yeah. <laughs> yeah, if Norman I died, don't. I, no, I just I I. That's what I'm afraid of. Another thing I'm afraid of happening is they're going to try to kill Norman off. Um, mm-hmm. But then again, I don't know. I guess maybe that's better than continually be yeah. written poorly. But uh, just. Bernardo wants to know if we uh, listen to diversity in comics, the YouTuber. Oh, my God. Uh, That's horrible. I'm sorry. I was reacting to something in chat. Uh, Symbio Bro said that Christian Wig just got cast as Cheetah for Wonder Woman 2. And yeah. I hit the internet thinking, surely not. And sure as shit, it oh, is. It is. Yeah. Yeah. What? The hell? what? No, mm-hmm. no. Okay. Symbio Bro uh, says, uh, since I said that everyone on the podcast should get symbiotes, 
What would each of your symbiote names be? I wouldn't have one. My body would reject it. Eric, how, how about how about we we suggest names for other people's symbiotes? How about that? Anybody? Zach, what would your symbiote name be, or someone else's? Um, my symbiote name? What the? F- <laughs> <laughs> what the? F- what the hell did I walk your, in? Your, your would be yours would be clonage, clonage oh, instead of carnage. God Almighty, damn! Mike, yours would be. Why are we doing this? Uh, why, are, why are we wasting valuable airtime on this? Nit, nitpicks. Yours would be nitpicks the symbiote. Nitpicks. Yeah, there you yeah. go. Did. There we go. Uh, Mark, yours would be even darker marker. <laughs> Dark marker. <laughs> Darkie. <laughs> Blackie, the dark marker. <laughs> JR, yours would be called Pumpkin Bomb. <laughs> stop. Stop. Stop this freaking. George, guy. yours no, would be. No, 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 stop. Yours stop. Would it's, be... gone, it's gone too far already. Stop. I was going to say Downer, but that's going to be. Downer, so I guess downer <laughs> Darkness is George's symbiote. <laughs> I, I'm just kidding. Okay, Peter, what would you, we call her, his? We, we'll call it wow, red. Look at the time. We'll call, we'll call it red since he loves Mary Jane. How about that? Uh, Enigma, uh, can you guys go down to Marvel HQ and stop them? Okay, no. Uh, I love Carnage Family Feud and Carnage USA, so Symbio Bro. Are you looking forward to the Captain Marvel movie? Not really. Uh, give Kristen Wiig a chance, George. No. Oh. Paul Jenkins actually Patty Jenkins. I mean, I mean, not bless. Not, not Paul Jenkins. Good God it's Almighty! It's the Spider-Man Jenkins show. Directed Paul, Wonder Woman. Paul Jenkins comes to mind before Patty Jenkins on a Spider-Man. No, show. no, I'm sorry. Christian Wig to me is as annoying as Amy Peeler. I, I, I may not see Wonder Woman too now. Uh, all right. Final <laughs> thoughts. Final thoughts. Zach, what's your final thoughts, sir? What the hell did I walk back into? You know, I, I had to go A nightmare. Yes, this is this is. You know, um, I was hoping that the the the, the num- number four ninety nine would would go a lot better, but then George showed up, and then we all know what happened from there. Final thoughts, Mike Bernardo. Ask you a good question, Brett. Oh, how much? Well, thank uh, you, George, for my final thoughts. How much thoughts? should the no, sales drop in order for one more day to be undone? Because I think if they kill Mary Jane, the sales will drop fast. What do you guys think mm-hmm. of that real quick? I think it would have to drop yeah, out of the top ten consistently because here's the thing. That mm-hmm. Spider Man and Star Wars are really the only yeah. to like stay float around. They're the only the top two books, yeah. Marvel. So if one of those yep. dropped out and like this is remember, this is what I've said. The question is not is not, or the thing is not to say, oh hey, Spider Man's in the top ten. The question is 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 why is Spider Man not selling as much as Batman? Right. And if Marvel yeah. can't answer that, then Marvel needs to replace everybody. And uh, spoilers, they, they can't mm-hmm. and they should. Yeah. So so right. I, I think if it would drop out of the top ten consistently, uh, people would mm-hmm. – maybe we'll get a mix. If, if it's a mix of, uh, of Spencer Wokeness and Mary Jane being dead, uh, yeah, I think that might, that mm-hmm. might be able to do it. Mm-hmm. Final mm-hmm. thoughts, Mike? Uh, well um, – it's kind of a definitely kind of a mixture mixed bag kind of thing. I mean, we've got, you know, of hopefully, I mean, in terms of this red, this red goblin thing, I mean, I'm not terribly optimistic about it ending well, but I do think it could be, you know, who knows? It could be promising. I don't know. Maybe slots got, maybe, maybe he can maybe going to go out. He might thinking that he's going to be leaving. Maybe he's actually going to put more energy into this thing. <laughs> you know, 
Ow! Would you just George just pulled something? Uh, here, yeah, yeah. Here, what, yeah. We, we need anti venom to heal George. Uh, George, oh, yes. fi- George, final thoughts if you can you can muster. Uh, we still have, unfortunately, we still have months to go before we're slot free. I know. And I know. Uh, and it's we're counting the days. There's going to be a halcyon moment when. When when what's being published is no longer Dan Slot and what's about to be published is going to be Nick Spencer, but it's not Nick Spencer. There's going to be a, like a two week window where mm. technically Dan Slot is not the writer and Nick Spencer is not the writer, and it will be a Halcyon Elysian time. <laughs> Joshua is asking if we want to give our thoughts about Nick Spencer leaving. I know we're doing final thoughts, but we've kind of talked about that. You past mean Nick show. Spencer it's, arriving? Yeah. Yeah, I mean um, it's been officially announced. I mean, yeah. It, it, we've we said it on previous shows. If we get the superior foes, Nick mm-hmm. Spencer, I think yeah. we're happy. Mm-hmm. If we get the, and we all know what Joe thinks. So Joe, or uh, Joe, <laughs> I called George Joe. You're <laughs> <laughs> drunk. No. I'll, I'll point I'll, while while Spidey Dude is fumbling his joke. I'll point out that uh, that the the outgoing Spider-Man writer just deleted his Twitter. And Again. the incoming Spider-Man writer <laughs> ha- has a protected Twitter that he won't let anyone see. Think about that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's where mm-hmm. we are now. Spider fan. Well, what's your thoughts on that? Are they doing that because they don't want other people to see what they're saying? Is it's that, laughable. They're, well, they're, what's, what's your opinion on it, George? I, I think they're they're. I, I think maybe they're too. I know Spencer is, but I, I suspect the same as Slot, and that's why he's retreated to Facebook. Is that they're they're tired of getting so much flack for their wokeness, and mm-hmm. they want to they want to try to go somewhere where they can control uh, what. They control control better what they hear. I'm sure Slot probably got tired of having to block forty seven thousand people daily. <laughs> um, so I, I think that's a little mixed. It's it, that's it, it's a that's where we're at right now. And I'm kind of crossed in my fingers that I thought maybe CC's Bolsky. I mean, in my head was going like, "Hey, Slot, we need to you need to stop giving um Christos Bon Kirk. You, you need to you know you." Need, Need to get off social media for a while and, and start actually writing the comics. <laughs> well, but, here's uh, an enigma. Enigma brings this up. Uh, also, I, yeah. I, I do, remember this is why I said I, I think that it took so long for them to announce Spencer after Bleeding Cool had already talk, been talking about it months earlier, months and months earlier. Uh, mm-hmm. is, is, and, and another reason why why Spencer's Twitter is protected and Enigma had just kind of brought that mm-hmm. up is is to minimize the damage. Yeah. It's to, it absolutely mm-hmm. is to try to minimize the the blowback that right. get off this thing. All right, oh, yeah, from secret. I'm from sorry, secret I didn't mean to interrupt you, Mike. It's all yeah. good. Well, honestly, part of the reason I think that Spencer did get off Twitter was because the schedule that he was going to be writing with ASM is going to be far more demanding if they keep the same schedule of 24 mm-hmm. issues a year, and there needed yeah. to be buffer. Enough of a buffer for him to be not not fall behind. Not that I'm not that I don't think Spencer is capable of doing 24 issues a year, uh, because I know he's written multiple books in the past. Um, he's certainly far probably far more uh, more efficient with his writing than Slot. <coughs> um, mm-hmm. Sorry, that was a dig at his you know frequent use of Twitter. But I I, I think that uh, but I also think that there was there may have been some trepidation with the with the EIC change. And uh, mm-hmm. I think they were too far yep. down the process to not do this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see. I haven't got a JR final thought. JR final thought, sir. 
I tell you, I uh, had a conversation with my son not too long ago. I said, told him, I'm, I'm seriously thinking of giving it up after 801. I mean, there's just, no. I just see no, I don't see any, I just don't see any hope. I just don't, you know, when Nick, when Nick Spencer is talking about going back to basics, yeah, I'm going to oh, go yeah. back. Oh. That killed me. That killed it's me. brand new day 2.0. Another number one. I mean, <laughs> Marvel has learned nothing. Yeah. No, I mean, nothing. It's like, what's the point anymore? And yeah, if Norman really gets killed, I, and I got to know, I mean, supervillains don't get killed. I mean, they don't really, but I, I won't be happy. He got stabbed in the chest with his own glider. I think yeah, he, I know. Uh, he, can, he can take a hit. Yeah, Short of decapitation. <sighs> All right. Uh, we've got Peter. Final thoughts. Yeah, your reviews that are getting that saying uh, George is bringing us down and any kind of negativity. I'm just going to say right now, that's not negativity. It's passion for the character. Mm-hmm. And we are expressing oh, it's negativity. for our character. It's negativity. <laughs> well, well, anything clones, anyway. It, I mean, if something good happens, I, I see you guys praise for it. If something well, good happens, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, if someone, if a dog took shit on my lawn, and I'm going to say, hey, that's great. I love that. Thank you so much. Thank you. Are you comparing George to dog shit? No. I'm only comparing. God bless, Zach. Oh, I give up. Uh, I give up. So I'll, I'll bring puppets next time, and I can break it. Oh, my gosh. But, by the way, before I get Mark's final <laughs> thought, uh, Joshua says, JR is giving it up. Damn. After reading Spider-Man for 90 years, JR is going to throw in the towel. <laughs> <laughs> Your fans can't handle oh, that, JR. They can't you handle you quitting. Yeah, you quit, JR. I'm retiring. You, If JR quits... George has really taken us all down. <laughs> okay. No, whoa, no, whoa, 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 whoa. They're always going to quit if they kill if they kill the Green Goblin and because Spencer coming in is like, oh, it's back to basics and we're relaunching in number one. So that's my fault? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> it's my dimpled rear. Don't Hey, George. Yeah. I, I don't want to hear from you. I'm done with you. <laughs> I love you, bro. I'm just. We kidding. all love each other. Oh, my God. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, Joshua says, JR, my, my sincere apologies. 91 years of reading Spider-Man. <laughs> You're getting closer. You're getting closer. Yeah. If JR quits, we riot. Yeah, Josh says, if JR quits, we riot. I agree. Mark, final thoughts, sir. Two final thoughts. One, I'm ending this with a with a positive note. I'm changing yeah. all my grades to A+. I am on board. I love the Mary Jane tees. I think it's excellent writing. I love the aliens and spectacular Spider-Man. This is fantastic. Mark is pandering for a positive it. iTunes references. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I missed a lot before I got on the show. And speaking of pandering, I want to throw in a plug for uh, the uh, cobwebs. Uh, the one that's up this month will keep coming up. It's the, the bracket. Uh, you get on there, you vote for your favorite uh, Spider-Man suit. Do I voted. Right you do. I, I voted, and I don't even do sports brackets and stuff, but I voted. Very yeah, cool. Well, brackets are so hard to figure out. What the hell I, is wrong with you? I want to go and go get a dog he and go from to your Missouri. lawn. <laughs> he is from Missouri. <laughs> Come on, dog. Let's go to George's lawn. I live in an apartment, number one. (laughs) He doesn't have a lawn, you idiot. Come on. I'm going to George's uh, uh, doormat. (laughs) Complex? 
<laughs> going to his doormat. <laughs> yeah, well. Oh my gosh, that's that's a wrap. From how you describe that, that's a wrap. If if YouTubers want to talk some more, it's fine, but that's funny. Mm -hmm. Oh man, oh what a long show! I'm thinking I'm cutting this one up in half. My gosh, what the hell happened? I I I shit you not. I was like, when I came in and you guys had done one issue. Oh, I know. What? Mm -hmm. Well, it's seven ninety six. I mean, we had to talk about how bad it was. Oh yeah, I knew I knew that. Mm-hmm. But like, I, yeah, I, we, we weren't very speedy. No. <laughs> we got into whole like. Let me explain really? what happened. So, I I got my daughter. You're still live, by the way. We're still live. Okay, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna explain that. The yeah, yeah. Um, still we got the YouTubers watching. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, let's not be live. Get out. Get us off. Oh. Well, no. Why? 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 why I want to understand wanna... YouTubers. The mm-hmm. suck was monumental with that issue, Zach's Enigma. <laughs> we can talk about that, Zach, off air. But mm-hmm. and yeah. Josh says the show would be boring if you all praised the comics. Differing opinions are what kept the world interesting. Very mm-hmm. true. Well, yeah. a, plus, a plus for everything. Uh, oh, yeah. Let me let me say for the record, while we're still live. Yeah, I was just kidding with George. George is not not mm-hmm. a fun sucker. Um, well, <laughs> oh, what? What? a fun sucker. <laughs> a fun he's, sucker. He, he's not. He's not. He, he's not a. Stop negative. helping me, you jackass! <laughs> I've never heard the word fun sucker. You're a fun sucker. <laughs> oh, God, these are my friends. <laughs> oh, oh, oh! You said far worse things about you. You, you, you fun sucker. <laughs> Somebody just pulled the fun out of the room. Okay, that was that was my nickname in junior high. The fun. <laughs> no, you don't want to be have that name in junior high. That's his symbiote name, Brad. We oh, got it. Oh my god, <laughs> symbiote name is Fun Sucker. Wow, look at the time. <laughs> I wish I could say. Oh, oh, no, for, for for real, George. I know that the people on the iTunes sit there and, and, and just. And, and, and like they liked it, but George is an easy target. Okay. Um, oh yeah, that's funny. George is a good guy. Okay. George is uh, all you guys are good guys. Oh, uh, I don't, I, you're kind of you're kind of sketchy, Jomo. Um, oh, go fun suck. <laughs> oh God. Missouri educational system. I know. I know. Jr. has run on a rant about that. Oh, let's not go into there. Oh, anyway, that's that's a good insult. That's kind of like uh, what is it? Shock with Peter David in twenty ninety nine. Well, that can be our word. Fun sucker. <laughs> no, uh, I'm vetoing that right now. That's not going to be our word. So anti venom <laughs> cures pain. George goes up, gets a little symbiote on somebody, and sucks the fun right out of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, why am I? Uh, All right, good night, everybody. <laughs> All right, I, I agree. I agree. All right, good night, oh, folks. Good night, everybody. Oh, thank you for staying up so late. Hey, thanks for having me on, guys. Oh, oh, nice, oh yeah, and nice to see you, Chunktown and Dark Mark. Thank you, you Mark and Peter. It was good to see you all. Yeah. See oh, you guys. Yeah. See you guys. Uh, fun suckers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow.